Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia. This is episode 266. We're recording live on Friday, December the 9th, 2022. It is our 2022 finale tonight and we have a full house. If you are listening to this a week later via a podcast app, stop it now. Actually, no, listen to the end and head over to YouTube. <laughs> where this podcast is recorded live and you can watch us live or you can join the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook and watch us live in there. This week, we will be discussing the new Transformers Rise of the Beasts movie trailer, the new Transformers... Oh, I misspelled that. Reactivate video game trailer, the new Transformers figures revealed in the past couple of weeks, and we'll check in on HasLab's Deathsaurus project as it enters its final days. All of that and more is coming up in this week's episode, which is probably going to run long after this. Welcome, I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have, uh, let, let's see, should I go east to east to west? No, that's going to be a problem. It might get no, too I, confusing. It might get a bit too confusing because um, we have, um, to be honest, I'm not really sure whether um, Canberra or Canberra or Western Sydney is, is more west. Max, Max, how are you doing coming to us from Adelaide? Save me from my lack of geography skills. How's it going? Adelaide by default. Yeah, it's all right. It's doesn't. It's freezing cold. Doesn't really feel like summer, but we've got transformers, so I'm happy. Look, you're easy to please. Um, I'm that, very that, easy to please. It's yeah, no, that, I've been on cloud good. nine all week. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, going going in order of person, I have seen the least recently. Daria coming to us from Canberra. How are you doing? <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing pretty good down here. Also got yeah. a snap bit of cold tonight, but. Uh, I don't even been, understand how it works anymore. It's been a bit chilly in Sydney as well. I, like it is, it is officially summer in Australia. But um, I, I had a I had a video call with my dad in uh, Melbourne last night, and he was wearing a jumper. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Now, um, to to be to be clear, do you have Transformers there, and you're happy as well? I also have Transformers. They're just not in shot at the moment, but I'm quite happy about my Very Transformers. Good. We do have a we do have a comment already from the chat room asking what is written on your on your shirt. What have what have you got there? Glitter music. Uh, I, no, you're gonna have to read it out. Yeah, glitter music. Uh, and choreo, no, glitter no, and, and choreo. music and choreo and routines and sequence and rhinestones. Very nice. Sounds like the ingredients yeah, for, those for a good Friday night. For those listening on the audio, it's written in that Helvetica X and Y and Z and etc. style. And Very nice. sounds like the makings of. Makings of the Australian Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my burlesque souvenir shirts. Oh, very oh, nice. Cool. Yes. The other voice that you hear there is, and, uh, and the person on the podcast that I have seen most recently as in at dinner about an hour ago, uh, <laughs> my, Mikey coming to us from Western Sydney. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, no, you're talking about the weather because uh, today I was uh, happily taking a dog for a walk in about I don't know, 22 degree, you know, I'd say heat. And um, then coming to a point this evening where we were outside having gelato and I was freezing my everything off. So, yeah, it was actually, it was quite, it was quite cold. The weather did turn a bit this evening. Um, 
it, it appears that it appears that Australia is not quite ready to commit to being full summer yet. But uh, no. give it a chance. Uh, I think I think I did mention in the intro this is the last episode of ATFW for the year. Um, very soon after very soon after this episode is recorded and published, I will be jetting off to the UK, uh, and it's very difficult. It's very difficult to record a record a podcast in the UK because there's kids running around the house. Daria has suddenly dropped off the. <laughs> Daria has suddenly <laughs> dropped off. I don't don't really know what's happened there, but it's going to get very difficult to record if Daria is not uh, not with us as well. But uh, we'll see. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Daria will return shortly and. There we go, Daria is a spinning right wheel. Yep, very good, very good. Um, <laughs> interesting. I wonder if Daria is having internet issues down there. I mean, it is the AT, it is the ACT, the AT, oh, whatever. The ATC. <laughs> I, I don't know. There we go, Daria's back. Welcome back, Daria. Nope. No, nothing. Nope, Daria's lagged oh, horribly, yeah. horribly lagged. I mean, I've gone a couple of years and my internet's been fixed and now someone else had to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Well, we lost How are you doing there, Daria? I'm good. I could oh, certainly accept you. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. right. You, don't really need, you don't really need to see me as that's long as you see the screen when it happens. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go that far. Thanks, Mike. It was the kick button. <laughs> 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 um. So, uh, yes, let's, um, in, in fact, on, on that note, I might just turn my lights down slightly because like, I think, I think, I think I, there is a, there is a, a large, uh, there is a large blur of white light coming from the side of me. There we go. That's a little, it's a little bit nicer. Um, so yeah, how are we doing? It is the, the last episode of the year. I'm jetting off to the UK soon. Um, everyone's, everyone's heading into the, the silly season. Everyone gets busy at the end of the year. I've been busy for the last month. That's why we haven't, that's why we haven't really had that much of a podcast to talk about. Our apologies for that. But uh, yeah, um, there's been a lot happening in Transformers land. There's been a, a few, a few releases and a few, uh, a few new toys uh, come around. Like what has everyone been up to in the intervening month? Don't oh, just go at once. working pretty much non-stop. I've been out doing field work in the Mali north of the north of the Murray, and then you know ha- had no reception whatsoever out there, you know, for a couple of weeks at a time, and come back, and all of a sudden we're just getting completely flooded with news. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's usually the being the business end of the year. It's usually a little bit quiet on new toy news, but no, nope, they're um they're going at it this mm-hmm. this year. We'll yeah, they're hitting us hard. They are. Um, we might uh, we might go off uh, we might go off and start a, start a little bit on the uh, the news front. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Just so that, so that everyone knows the main topic of tonight it is going to be Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. I may have, I think I may have actually grabbed this logo from the Canadian version of the website. But, Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. We'll, we'll run with it. Um, local releases are going to be up first. Um, we have the, uh, the, the big guy. The big guy has landed in Australia, and uh, we are talking. And, you know, I was going to say I put the screen share in, but actually, I'm going to bring Max up because um, Max, you've got the big victory saber dude in your hand on your desk, uh, and 
hanging out there with you. Um, I'm just I'll swap that around there. Uh, show, oh, us, we, show us the big fella. Are we getting into it now? We're going. Yeah, let's full, get into it. Now. Into it's, it. It's okay. Massive news. Vic, Victory Saber is here. Um, what are you, you, you? So you've got it. Mikey's got it. I've got it. I don't know if Daria's got it. Have you have you got him on order, Daria? Um, yeah, yeah. In fact, I've been emailing you about him. I haven't received emails, but that's fine. We'll talk about it. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've been Facebook I, messaging you about him. Yes, that 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 is, that is right. I I I I forget because there's a lot of people there. Um. So yes, you yes you have a we just you have broke a victory the fourth wall, coming. everyone. Yeah, I, I don't yep. know if that was a fourth wall or more of a seventh. Um. So look, all of us have Victory Saber in some some form of acquisition. Mikey and I haven't opened it yet. Max has opened it. Max, give us your thoughts. Um. Well, well, he's very good. Uh, he's well, that's, uh, that's excellent. He, that's, excellent. That's, that's what we want to hear. Move on and talk <laughs> about Rise I of the Beast. So after yes, a year good. and a what has he's... it been? Two years and three or four hundred dollars for most of us. I should hope he's yeah. at least on the positive <laughs> I mean, side. At the three or four hundred dollar mark, he is. I'm not going to say. Yeah, he was probably slightly too much money. If I'm honest, it's hmm. like it's really good, fair. but uh, um, yeah, not quite sure the the value is there. <laughs> But it's also good enough that I kind of don't give a shit. It's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just excellent. Um, only like if I just go into downsides real quick, um, MicroMasters are garbage. Uh, I think, the, I think and... the MicroMasters were always going to be garbage, though. Like, we they knew are... that they were just the Siege MicroMasters. No, they were just a tier, yeah. you know, they were just an extra unlockable and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't mess with Siege MicroMasters before, but yeah, these are very. They're, they're nothing. That's okay because everything else is like, you know, it, um, what what other negatives would be? Occasionally, some of the panels like tend to pop off. Like if I'm moving the legs around, sometimes now it's not going to do it, but sometimes the transformation joint will engage and like the it'll collapse a little bit. But you know, it's it's standard fare. It's a transformer these things happen it's like any sort of standard like the issues that are present are literally just that sort of stuff which is present on every single transformers figure ever made um and there are a couple of little paint flecks here and there but otherwise it's i mean aesthetically it is the most like late 80s early 90s japanese super robot thing i i have ever seen it is (laughs) obscene like just mm. you know the color wait, scheme wait, wait on until these you see alone. what's coming next year yeah but just you know everyone says he looks like a gundam I, like it obviously does it was, has that it, that's you know who it was designed by the same guy who designed a lot of the original gundams but like it's it's even more so like it, I, I don't really see it as that even it feels like a whole thing in and of itself or in and of itself like he's 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 this distillation of all of these design aesthetics from that time period, is just, yeah, it, it just looks like, you know, I, I don't know how to describe that aesthetic. I guess you call it the super robot aesthetic, but it's, I, it's just I, the I, perfect I, I distillation. Think, I think, of I think that. that's fair. Yes, yeah. You know, and it's it just, but both both, way... victory, both victory saber and death Saurus, they are you know sort of they're Japanese G one, and they do they do sort of carry a lot of that. Um, 
a lot of that more sci-fi based uh design for the robot rather than sort of being an, an, an earth vehicle or anything like that they're they're way more out there um star saber star saber and um star saber and like you know they're it's sort of like a futuristic jet and and, and yeah there's it's a it's a particular aesthetic and a particular look but yeah no i, I think it, i think it pulls it off really well the color scheme i think is the the color scheme is, I think, the most fetching part of this. It's a, it's a, it's a brilliant like, basic color we, palette. It looks like a toy. You, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't. If you look at, I don't know, just grab the closest thing to me. There's Deluxe Wild Rider, right? Like, you know, it's a toy. It looks like a toy, but it doesn't have the aesthetic of a toy. Does that make sense? It's like it's yeah. tr- it's trying yeah, yeah. to represent something else like here's his cool sleek red and black car yada 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 or is this is here's your big chunky heroic robot thing this bright red and yellows and gold and you know striking blue and this you know big what you know white patches and you know sharp angles and he's just, you get what i mean it has this real like i i don't know what you how to quite nail down what that aesthetic is but it is nothing well, nothing is, says is hero that. more than nothing says hero more than red white and blue so you know yeah i was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> he's absolutely that. the good guy colors yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blue and red as heroes often do the white of course and throw in a bit of gold for good measure because mm, he's royal he's regal yeah. <laughs> and like so he, he just nails that aesthetic um and yeah, just visually incredibly striking. But the thing that gets me is, you know, and Victory Leo as well, obviously. I mean, it's like a jet man that turns, jet lion man covered in guns. It's With tusks. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I, I actually, like I actually really classy that, looking. I, I, really. I find that most people have been, most people have been discussing like Victory Saber or the, the combined mode or anything. And it's been a while since I've actually seen people hold up hold up the the, the um, victory Leo bot yeah. on its own. Well, everyone it seems to be striking. Yeah, well, everyone seems to be displaying him in a combined mode, and in my view, like I mean, you know, victory it's kind, Leo, it's kind of there for it, right? Yeah, but he's a really good figure. Like it's really, you know, the the only flaw ostensibly is that you know sometimes the leg panels will come undone, you know, for the transformation. Otherwise, like he is thick and chunky, like he's the size of Leader Galvatron, and about the same weight. Um, you know, really big, thick, clicky ratchet joints. Doesn't do a huge amount in terms of transformation, but there's he makes up for it, and that is just crazy poseable, and has all these you know different um, forms of weapon modularity, and you know, obviously the classic ways to combine with Star Saber. So it's a really you know for, for what is. Like, I mean, people are sort of treating as an afterthought. He's a really solid piece. And I guess that's, you know, sort of that's that's the main takeaway I had with, start, with this whole set is just like the, the sheer amount of engineering put into it and the sheer amount of plastic. Like, it's, it is a mainline transformer, right? It, it has the legacy branding. It fits in nicely with that aesthetic, you know, it... it it functions like a modern generations figure, but it's, and it's, it's, it's not a separate thing above that. It's not, you know, it's not like trying to be a masterpiece. It is a generations figure, but it is just, they've just packed so much more in like the fact that 
you know, you have here's a mainline Transformers figure, and you know, for the first time ever, really, he has dedicated butterfly joints in the shoulders, he's a dedicated ab crunch, he has all this articulation, all these little bits of engineering. The transforming him is, you know, ostensibly a really simple process, but just everything clicks together so rock solidly. It's like I, I guess the, the way I best describe it is it's it's a collector's piece. Like there's no question it is a very premium, very fancy feeling collector's piece. But it makes you feel like a little kid playing with a toy again. There's mm. just this sense of, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. That's that's really what it comes down to. It's just like it, it, uh, you it mess de- around it with it, and it is it, it is it genuinely it just fun. Looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's just fun is really all there is to it. How, how tall is the figure? Just now you got it in person. Um, so he's about like I don't uh, I don't actually know. How, how many how many wild riders is he? Uh, wild riders. <laughs> okay, so it's like, it'd be like you measure horses in hands. Let's measure victory saber in wild riders. So that's next to each other. So yeah, he's about two wild riders tall. Two, two um, wild riders and some shoulder spires. That's yeah. next to a standard can of beer. Like uh, I, I can't. Depth of field on the camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's about his size. And he gets to, in full combined form, he gets to about Siege Jetfire's height. Yeah, cool. So well, he's like, cool. you know, fully combined. He's still not quite as big as that Commander class figure, but he's a lot denser and there's a lot more engineering going on. Yeah, he's so about like, the size I was expected, maybe a centimetre or three bigger. And I'm pretty pleased with that. I haven't got mine in my hands yet, but yeah, I'm now at least partly based on your review and some of the pictures I've seen now, people have got him thoroughly looking forward to the man. I actually, you know what he feels like in, you know, he's about the same size. He feels like a Unicron trilogy slash early movie line leader class figure. That's, that's what he feels like. That's a good toy right there. If that's what it feels like. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, obviously significantly more expensive than those things were because times have changed, but also, you know, it captures that same feeling. I was wondering if um, I have mine out of the shipper box. I was wondering if we want to just quickly take a look at the box and how oh, yeah. it, it, it presents itself as you take it out. Just real quick, um, just because I have it right here. Oh, you, you, you've got that ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, Mikey's about to pick it up. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I, I, I will just say, like, the, the, the volume of stuff that shipped, like, it's a two-kilogram transformer. It's it's pretty much the first time we've seen a, a, such a big and heavy transformer that isn't Unicron. Um, the box, as Mikey's holding up, is especially especially nice. Like when I'd seen the photographs of this, I thought that it was a glossy outer sleeve, but it's actually not. It's a it's a it's a fairly matte designed outer sleeve. There's sort of a glossy glossy attachment to it where the uh, the artwork's been stuck on, but it's very very nice. And I love that that red foil on the Transformers logo on the edge. It's a very nice sleeve. Um, have you and... have you done the reversible thing with it? Yeah, so I've I've noticed that. So you get this weighs about again. Jason said four kilos. So you just put the sleeve, take the sleeve off, and then as Max said. The sleeve can actually be unfurled, and inside, I don't know if you can see that. There's uh, some, oh, wow. some victory. Oh, yeah. so I, I had I had seen those oh, pics of the box. Okay. How do you actually undo pick. it? Is it just tabbed in on okay. one of the edges? I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's break it. it's don't a bit nerve wracking. Like okay. I've I've, I've, I've got it. No, I've got it. Here we go. Here we go. You've got it. 
Yeah. And this is kind of a nice surprise given that Mikey's gonna Mikey's gonna destroy his outer sleeve live on the podcast for us. Oh yeah. wow. Given yeah. the generation selects, and from what I understand, even Unicron came in the brown cardboard with yeah. the stuff printed on it. That this has gone so, all the way. That's pretty sweet. It's got some pretty cool looking artwork there, big uh, picture of the combined mode and the combined jet mode and everything. So that's that's a yeah, nice little that display is option. Straight out of nineteen eighty something. Yeah, it, um, it, it, it looks like it looks like it'll be a very good sort of retro style uh, box display. You've got your yeah, instructions with it looks like stickers. Have you applied whatever these stickers are, Max? No. So they're um, because so he uses a mix of ABS and POM plastic. So a lot of the like really important structural joints. So um, if you see like top down there, a lot of these gray and blue pieces here, which are you know where the armpit joints are, and a lot of the transformation connectors, they're a harder POM plastic, uh, and they in in hand it feels really really subtle, like it's a well put together thing. But what I didn't realize is that that stuff doesn't paint too well. So the rest of the figure is you know, covered in paint, but on Victory Leo. This front part of the wings is an ABS plastic, um, whereas these larger sections on the back, this is a POM, from what I understand. Uh, right. And so they could, for, I, for what I understand, I could be wrong about this, but this is hard of the paints. I mean, they've attached, they've uh, left in two red stickers so that you can replicate uh, this uh, red detailing here on the back. Oh, so have oh, you you've okay. not done it? No, I never put stickers on because I'm. Always terrified. I, 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 I'm I'm very similar. I never put stickers on anything there either. So, so then Mikey, you want to give, give us the give us yeah. the out of box look here? So it's just a red box. Um, I think it might have. I just got your you know, standard things on the bottom and victory on the top. Then you're greeted by this little, well, not little, this uh, poster card. Uh, it's a it's just a nice little piece of cardboard that has. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So you got Deathsaurus up here, which was our sneak at you know our next Hazlab project, and then you got Star Saber and Victory Leo and the two little Micromasters, and no one gives a shit about. Um, but that's pretty cool. You can put that on your wall, I guess. That's another. You got lots of display pieces with this set, and then you have your. I guess this this whole tray wouldn't have been included if we all didn't band together and um, fully back this project. So. This full this first tray, I'm guessing, was probably not going to be included if we didn't. So you've got your um, shield, your flight stand. Actually, the guns are part of the toy, so and there is the sword. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's mostly all of the um, you know. So it's an, inner, it's an inner tray with all the accessories on it, and when you remove the inner tray, you get the bots underneath it, right? Yeah, so yeah. inner tray, which you just remove, and very nicely presented, I think. Are uh, yeah, your lovely. two robots? So you've got Victory Leo, oh, really nice. Star Saber, and your two MicroMasters. Um, they're just held in by your typical plastic straps. Um, you also do have your cannon with this, the large cannon, which is also, uh, which was a unlocked here as well. Um, but yeah, I the, the the reason why I was keen to have a look at this was just because you know we have heard some unfortunate stories of people having. Uh, QC or paint errors on their figures, whereas mine. Just taking a quick scan. It's the, it's the moment. It's the moment of truth. I, <laughs> yeah, I, it is. I, I will. I will pick that up there. So, I would say that there's been a larger than larger than 
I would say is pleasant or you know expected or, or you know good to see a uh, number of people who've complained about issues with their uh, with their figures and some of the issues are some of the issues are sort of flaky paint some of them is a, is some damage from the plastic ties holding the figure into the box which i think on the on the balance of it is probably a poor decision um there's also there's also been um some just blue paint splotches that seem to have been spread across some of the legs of the legs of the figure uh, i think that's quite unfortunate the we saw a terrible yeah. one from uh, from uh, brody jaxius in in the tcca facebook group this week um and was look, that the it, one it, where it just looked like someone had scribbled pen over his legs yes yes oh, yeah. god imagine paying oh, yeah, as much that. as you did for this and receiving and receiving that that's just that's not on you know, that's what I was, that's my big fear. It's just opening this up and look, hey, look, this thing that I paid almost, well, God, 400 plus dollars for is uh, is defective and right out of the box. So I can so, see, um, look, this, this. sorry, just before we go on, this is probably a bad idea. They could, they probably could have put like a bit of tissue paper or something over this because mm-hmm. they you've got this um uh, kind of painted chrome part or whatever it is here on the chest and there's two straps going over two of the um plastic straps going over that the most common defect i think i've seen is those plastic straps actually rubbing the chrome off yeah that's what it seems like because it's it's on both figures both figures have the x kind of straps across their chest and they both have chrome um that's probably pretty poor on on their part um, because I can see that. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's a I think oh, it's a, I've just noticed I think it's something. A poor decision. Yeah. Okay, I have some. It's not end of the world, but I've got on. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to see on my um, on my victory Leo. There is some gold paint splotch um, near his uh, chest thing, but it's like. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, if that's the worst thing that I have on this thing, then I'm, I'll count myself lucky. Yeah, look, it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question. It is a far more expensive transformer than we're used to seeing, and I do think that there's, I do think that there's an expectation from people that it doesn't carry issues that we're used to seeing on cheaper transformers. People, people will often rationalise QC issues and say, well, you know, it's a thirty dollar figure. Well, this one's a four hundred dollar figure, so yeah. you kind of don't expect there to be you don't expect there to be notable QC problems. The fact that things are leaving the factory with paint splotches and, and the like across them, it's a bit of a concern. It is, I mean, it is on Hasbro to actually look at the figures before they go out and you sort of get the feeling with the number of, the number of issues that people are raising that some of the, some of the quality control and the inspection on those, those things might, might be uh, taking a bit of a nine, a bit of a, bit of a nine, a bit of a nose dive. And it might also be, I feel like it's a bit of a rush because I think they wanted to get this out for Death Saurus. That is a, that is a misstep if that's, if that's true. And it's, it's an entirely unknown goal on Hasbro's part because the Death Saurus campaign could have waited until Victory, Victory Saber was ready to go. But um, we, are, we are where we are. And I will just note that if you do have, if you do have issues with these guys, um, I, I mean, if you're in Australia, you've probably gotten them from EB Games. Uh, take it up with take it up with EB Games and see what they can see what they can do for you. I think it's probably time that we move on from Victory Saber and get back into some of our, some of the the news cycle and the local release news. Um, we did we did start off by saying Victory Saber is the big release at the moment. Uh, very quickly, I'll run through some of the other stuff that has uh, 
some of the other stuff that's come out in the in the intervening month. Studio series Wave with Hot Rod and Crosshairs, uh, The Fallen and 86 Rumble and Darker the Moon Laserbeak. Uh, that is that is out at um, a number of retailers. I think it's in Big W stores. I think it's in JB Hi-Fi stores. We've also seen Legacy Wave 3 Deluxes hit Australian retail at, uh, I think, Kmart they've, they've turned up at. And the, the Micro Machines bases that we've heard about in the last uh, the last little while. Uh, there's, a, there's a Bumblebee and an Optimus Prime uh, base that have a, little, a bunch of little Transformers themed cars that come with them. They are available at Big W. So if that's, if, if, my, if Micro Machines is your jam, uh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be pretty happy with these, um, with these figures. They look um, pretty cool. Heading, heading overseas, the, the big news is this week, Legacy, Legacy Evolution, which is the second year of Legacy. Wave one is out in Asia. So um, we're talking Deluxe, Deluxe's uh, Needle Nose, Hot Shot, Scrap Hook, and the final Stunticon in Breakdown. Uh, that's the that's your your deluxe wave, and the big the big news for Legacy Evolution Wave One is the Voyager Tarn figure, probably one of the most desirable Transformers that I've seen in the last couple of years. Um, oh yeah, huge huge release. Tarn is amazing. Oh, and Leo Prime's also out, but yeah, <laughs> who cares? Oh, and Leo Prime. <laughs> oh look, yeah. look to. Like it looks amazing for a, for a, a low combo Leo Prime, but like oh, it looks fantastic! It's just we, we've we, we've had plenty of those type of figures. We've never had a tar well, we have had Tarn figures, but they've never been able to transform. And I've always found that a bit of a sin because Tarn is the guy that's known to transform so regularly that he burns out his own T-Cog and then he goes and kills people and steals theirs and puts them in him. So um, the fact that we haven't had an actual transforming Tarn until now is pretty crap but it's good that we've got one that looks this good so you know happy it, lo it, it looks fantastic i think it's going to be one of the highlights of the year and it's coming out really early hmm. um before we move on to movie news i do want to because we because we already talked a little bit about um about victory saber i do want to check in on death saurus uh death saurus is the Haslab. The Haslab project that it's it's Victory Saber's companion, his equal and opposite, and he is three minutes, three minutes, three days away from being funded, uh, or from being uh, from the completion of his campaign. It's currently at fifteen thousand backers. It is funded. Its target was eleven thousand backers, so we're definitely getting a Death Saurus. Uh, it's at fifteen thousand six hundred and seventeen backers. And it needs to get to seventeen thousand in order to get the throne, which I'll. I'll I'll bring up the picture of the picture of the throne here if I can find it, and I can't. So never mind. The throne if you scroll be, down, he'll be there. Yeah, the throne will be down here somewhere. So seventeen thousand backers. Now I do think that uh, I do think with three days to go and at fifteen thousand six hundred backers, I think there's fifteen thousand six hundred. Yes, it was at like four thousand nine hundred last night. Yeah, bloody oath, we're going to get it far out. Do you mean fourteen thousand? Yeah. Did, what did I say? 4,000. 4, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. If it was at 4,000, then wow, people really picked up. No, it was at 14,000, I think 900 when I checked it last night. And then it's what? Picked up by what? 700 since then. 700. So, yeah, look, I mean, wow. you, you do often see a, see a, a last minute rush at the, uh, at the end of a crowdfunding campaign. So I think this is, I think this is fairly guaranteed to hit 17,000. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, 
the the throne is the throne is there at seventeen thousand. The throne certainly looks weird, but whatever. Um, nah, it looks cool. It's the, it's the Emperor yeah. of Destruction's little little chair, flesh so couch, flesh couch. Yeah, yeah I, I can flesh couch. Flouch. Yeah. Um, look, also, I, also, uh, actually, really like the, uh, the 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 bow and arrow weapon as well. Yeah, the bow and arrow mode. That's the um, that's the little tiger's um weapon mode. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just I'm just ecstatic that it reached the um living metal destroying cannon phase, which is the this the first year, um that we get the mace and the living metal living metal destroy living metal destroying cannon. Oh, it's such a weird name. Yeah, the cannon looks um, the cannon looks absolutely fantastic. It's crazy, and it's it can be transformed in different ways, and you also get the blast effects um but the giant robot chicken monster can carry a gun now which is every little boy's dream i guess now um, i have a machine gun ha ha <laughs> now we can go fight godzilla but have ah, now i can see the the dino chicken off the gun there we go the dino yeah. chicken godzilla thing um but yeah he's got the mace he's got the living metal destroying cannon it looks amazing blast effects so i'm just happy that we got to this it, it, it's only just a bonus if we get the throne because um, although I do think we will get it. Rob says the, uh, oh, the please the don't is let the chicken saurus thing be the gun be the thing that changes my mind. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob says the chair is a, the chair is there simply for the cat bot to sleep on. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and the bird to perch on the bird can actually um the bird uh, breast partner whatever they're calling it the, they're, they're not calling them breast partners anymore they're now called chest partners Ch- chest masters chest, chest masters chest chest which, masters instead of breast masters which yeah, I'll put definitely sounds to... worse that's that's much yeah. much worse <laughs> yeah i'm putting them next to slug yeah yeah, yeah um <laughs> but the little bird can perch atop the uh the chair which is uh pretty cool and again you can say you can have the little cat dude just uh chill out on the chair whilst Desaurus looks angrily at him as he wants to sit there. So, yeah. But he, he just, he just looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Very, 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 uh, very much looking forward to getting this guy. Also, just like Victory Saber, don't really know much about the, uh, don't really know much about the source material. May learn, may not, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll have, we'll have a fun time, fun time tracking the project over the next year or so. Hmm. I feel like once this is all said and done, I'm going to have spent nearly a thousand dollars on victory figures, so I should probably yeah. uh, should probably watch it. Should probably watch it at some point. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Um, the the yeah. intro is really fun. The intro um, song is is quite a fun song. The victory song, so you should at least check that out. Yeah, I mostly so. know them from Transmasters UK and IDW, respectively. <laughs> where at least one of them had a very different personality. Well, that's true. That's well, true. IDW just... has inspired angry commenters on every single post I've ever seen about has left Star Saber. Yeah. Well, I was most, it, also thinking it... of the, the Transmasters Star Saber because I was into their stuff for ages, their semi-official fiction. And in that, he becomes like the... I won't make a real world comparison, but he becomes the cult of personality, then just the dictator of Cybertron in one of the near future story eras. Are you saying? Are you saying he might be Elon Musk? Okay, that wasn't where I was going to go. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's far too competent for that. Yeah, yeah fair. Are, the, uh, are these people angry because Primus hates them? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> sure. Okay. All right, I think I think I think it's enough with the crowdfunding for now. We're in, by the time the next episode rolls around next year, we will know the precise 
the precise number at which this crowdfund ended at, but I'm pretty confident at this point that it's going to smash that 17,000 uh, yeah, 17, so. figure limit. Um, which means it is time to go back to talking about Rise of the Beasts, uh, which was our was our headline for tonight. We're now 36 minutes into the show and we haven't talked about Rise of the Beasts <laughs> at all. It's been a big week. It's, it's, it has, been, it has really been a big, big week. week. Um, so uh, the, we've had the Rise of the Beasts trailer for about a week now and uh, yep. we've had time to digest it and, uh, and think and sit on it. And so um, I'm not really, I'm not even sure really how to, how to come at this. Like, I think every single person, every single person who's watching the show has probably watched the trailer. Uh, Paramount has actually said that this trailer has outperformed all of their other trailers. Uh, their previous, really? re- yeah, their previous record holder for like most watched trailer was Top Gun Maverick. You oh, know no how well way. Top Gun Maverick went. Yeah. This has act- in terms of trailer performance, I mean, performance of a trailer is not really. It's not indicative of much of anything, really. It's like more wow. people watch this video on YouTube and that where it's not monetized. So yippee. Um, but it does sort of give you a bit of an indication of the 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 interest that's out yeah, there the for, for the movie. So you're telling so me out of it, all- it's the most it's the most successful trailer that Paramount's ever ever had online. Oh, even even more than in any of the previous Transformer films as well. Absolutely. Wow, that's impressive. Well, it's the thing, you know, people. You know, I've been reading the comments because I that those those views have been held by me because I've watched this like seven times an hour, like seven times an hour each day. So I I adore this trailer. Um, I, so I'm just getting I'm just getting an update from Paramount. They've deduped the traffic and it's now fighting with trolls for popularity. But yeah, well, um, after they um, after they, after they've removed your your views from it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so it's for that for that comment yeah. before um yeah no i i watched this uh i i've been um i've been watching um reactions to this trailer because i like seeing people people's thoughts on it and stuff and um uh youtube famous uh transformers youtube reviewer sixo did a and also podcaster uh did a great breakdown of this trailer which i really enjoyed and he's been the most thorough one so far um but yeah, as, as we're going to talk about, it's just a really fun trailer and um, there's there's quite a bit to talk about. <laughs> look, uh, look I, I don't want to just sort of like go through and recap what's happening in the trailer. As I said, I think everyone's watched it. I don't think, I don't think running a recap of the trailer is really that useful. And I, I, I'm just going to sit here and just like just tab through stills while we talk about it. Um, the best thing that I've heard uh, in terms of happiness for for this trailer, is that it's wall to wall Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like the Michael Bay movies were, they had a lot of human stuff in them because they saved the budget and you know they they didn't have to they didn't have to spend so much having you know on screen Transformers. Um, this trailer is all Transformers all the time. There's we've we've seen new characters introduced, we've seen new alt modes introduced. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, We've got a good amount of we've got a good amount of Autobots on screen. We know we know who the main Autobot cast is as as a result of this. Um, the still the top at the moment. I love the fact that we actually have finally remembered that uh, Mirage can do holograms here. Very cool. Oh yeah. Um, uh, very, 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 very cool. Possibly, possibly less cool when he kills the cop who's chasing him by by head on collision. But you know, we'll see. That is, that is funny that you mentioned that because um, I heard I heard a cab. I heard Mirage being described as 
Mirage is uh, in Jazz's alt mode with Hound's abilities because technically holograms was Hound's, Hound's abilities and Mirage's was like turning invisible. But like it's it, it right, totally it's makes right. It's right there in his name. It's Mirage, not invisible. Yeah, but no, no, I'm saying it, it totally <laughs> makes it totally makes sense that he can do this. You know, it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. not, well, like, it's, in, not... it's in his way, way, way original bio that he could um, project other hymns. Yeah. Okay. And appear to be. Yeah, so I, I, it's it's not it's not just random holograms. It's himself. Yeah, hmm. I'm going to stop on this one because I know Mikey definitely wants to speak to this. <laughs> uh, sp- speak to this shot. Uh, I've seen a lot of reactions to this trailer, and to all the Transformers fans that I've seen that have, have watched this trailer, said that this is their favorite part of the uh, the whole trailer. And just yeah, you know, seeing Bumblebee for the first time meet up with Cheetor and them just driving and running together is just. You know, this is the first time we see Cheetor, see what he looks like. Um, and Bumblebee in his new off-road, <laughs> bizarre off-road Camaro mode thing. Um, it's it's just a really, really cool still. Uh, it's it's really cool um, scene. And just to finally have, re- like, quite impressive Beast Wars representation. And um, it, was, it was quite funny. I was... Uh, I there was this if if people have been watching um the the new um, Netflix show Wednesday, um the main actress, uh the main actress is uh, called Jenna Ortega, and she was talking about the 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 trailer. She's like, oh yeah, it's really cool. It looks really cool. Beast Wars is awesome. It's like I really hope Rat Trap's in it. I'm just like, oh how cool! This famous person <laughs> knows who Rat Trap is and the, what the Beast yeah. Wars are. So one of us. Um, one of us. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Wednesday Adams is one of us. <laughs> Wednesday Adams is one of us, which kind of makes sense. Um, it's it's exciting, um, and it, it, it's this this just fa- frame right here would just be really cool wallpaper because it's just it just sums Ooh. up like, you know, it just shows. I don't know, just the awesomeness of the, the awesome evolution of Transformers. You know, from you know Classic Bay to beast wars and it's just uh, i love it i just think it's stunning speaking speaking to this frame in particular there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of things that have stood out to me as, a, as i've sort of been step, stepping through these frames um it's it's less obvious when you watch it as a sort of a flowing video with a frame rate but when you look at it on a on a sort of an isolated still here you can really see the fact that that car is not there and has been digitally inserted which does go to one of my complaints for the trailer. Like I think I think the CGI is not as good as it could be, but it's also pretty simply just unfinished. But the thing that strikes me about this is that looking at that looking at that digitally inserted bumblebee versus Cheetor, who looks like he's actually a part of the shot with motion blur and the like on him. Um, but you can also see that Cheetor's Cheetor's body and the panels are not like they're not they're not a, a, a sort of a, a straight up lineup and that I think mm. that goes to part of the part of the the supposition that we've seen in the movie that sort of the the beasts are discovered sort of dormant in the, the in some of the the Incan temples and so maybe their initial appearance in in the movie might actually might actually take on some of this uh, rock and uh, stone I know what part of this is mm. this is their big thing about never making the cars look dirty because the sponsors don't like it yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. It is an off-road bumblebee. So he is off-road. He should be dirty. You're right. Yeah, but you, you watch to... in a lot of other 
the other ones of the Michael Bay ones and or less noticeable in Bumblebee because it's less going on. But they're in all kinds of rough and tumble or they're out in the dirt or what have you. And they are pristine because GM and Ford and whoever else want their product to be nice and shiny on screen. No, yeah, you're you're 100% right because literally you see one minute Bumblebee is on screen and he's battle damaged and, you know, maybe one of the windows on his, like, uh, wing pack was broken, like his his door wings were broken, and then he transforms into this perfect pristine pristine car. And he's just like, (laughs) that's pretty much all these movies, unfortunately. Um, So that wouldn't surprise me if this trailer actually, this this shot actually just happens to be the shot that's actually in the movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The, I also just sticking with the sort of like the old metal and rock sort of uh, look like you can see sort of the the texture on air raisers wings and stuff here as well um, it's it's all it's all it's all very pretty and very nicely done I've actually just noticed that uh, during in this scene here there's a there is a transformer standing at the end of the bridge here and I think that might that might be RC because we see we that's see prime he's in a couple of shots is it, it is prime. Yeah, yeah, if you get if you, if you just saw the next frame after that one, like you'd see it's prime. Yeah, and people are this this might be this might uh, I'm not sure because in the scene, air raisers blowing fire at the bridge. Um, this could be like one of those things. You know how when we first meet first meet the Maximals, they're probably the Autobots are probably going to fire them because they're probably going to perceive them as a threat. So they're probably gonna have this, you know, battle just be like blah blah blah. And, like, and then that comes to that part, point in the trailer where Primal's like, hey, look, I'm not the enemy. And then they're, you know, friends. So maybe that's mm-hmm. the point where Air Air Rays is actually trying to fight the Autobots, possibly, because she is it looks like she's blowing fire at Mirage as he's going over the bridge. But maybe, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Lovely, lovely look at the design for RC here. A very a very um very G one RC design, faithful, but also yeah. very faithful to what we saw in the Bumblebee, um, car- not mm. cartoon. Sorry, in the the Bumblebee Studio Series line as well. So, I bet Hasbro is very happy that they put the effort into designing that that RC figure that is on shelves everywhere around the country. Because I think once this movie comes out, it's going to fly off those shelves. I think I hope it does because there's so many of them. There's a lot <laughs> of them. Um, but- this this shot here. This is one of the shots that I. This one, this is one of the shots that just doesn't do it for me, and I've been shouted at for for just looking at this and just going, like, it's kind of it's kind of shit CGI, like it's not composited properly and everything. Like the road is fake, the vehicle is fake, the robot shock horror is fake, the explosions fake. No, it's like what's actually real in this shot? I don't know. It's, it may as well just it's all it's all computer animated. It's clearly not finished. It's not how it will look in the full in the full movie. I'm sure. So fair enough. But. Um, yeah, I've, I've, people are, people have shouted at me for. I love that scene, look, man. I just think it's so cool. Look, when it comes to the CGI, I, the way I see it is, you said earlier, Jason, that the trailer is just wall to wall robots, right? And you know, in the older Bay films, particularly, you know, it's pristine, you know, incredible, incredible CGI for robots, but they are also just not on screen very much. So I don't know. It may just be a smaller budget, but if there is a trade off to be had between you know slightly jankier cgi versus having more the actual robots yeah, on screen more i'll take that trade off yeah yeah no, that, no I, I, I think i think that's fair as well I, I think i think whoever's writing the movies probably needs to be free to write transformers movies rather than human movies with transformers in them as well can i also say you, you touched on this before jason um 
if you look at all of the previous uh, trailers, including the trailer for Bumblebee, especially the first couple of trailers we got for that, um, you'd notice that they did. They were heavily focused around the humans and, like, you know, Haley Steinfeld's characters, Sam with Wiki, um, and whatever the hell Marky Mark was. Um, uh, he was just Mark Wahlberg. It was, it was literally, they just got Mark Wahlberg into the Mark Transformers Wahlberg. with Mark Wahlberg. With, with Mark Wahlberg was the title. Um, those trailers focused heavily around the, those humans. And so far, this one trailer that we have so far, it's the massively long teaser trailer and it had so much in it for a teaser trailer which is great because we've been hungry for media on this for ages um there's hardly any humans so that's that's already like a big plus in my book and as as max said if, if the i i honestly have zero issue with the um with any of the cgi like call me dumb or like not well versed in how cgi is supposed to look um I think it all looks fine and like I'm I'm happy for it to not look you know as good as the previous movie like 100% to the previous I, I, movies I'm, I'm if we get more robots. I'm happy for it to not look as good as 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 good as the previous movies if we get them on screen more often. We did actually get a lot of we did get a lot of transformers uh like a, a lot of on-screen action from um like Bumblebee dropkick and shatter uh in the, in the Bumblebee movie but that was as there was a lower number of transformers but they were on screen for longer mm. than we we have seen in the previous thing so if it's following in those footsteps then yeah fair enough fair yeah enough. and and the unlike other thing the previous, oh. yeah sorry, sorry just quickly unlike the other unlike the michael bay movies in the bumblebee movie we actually got some character from the decepticons like we actually got to know them a bit better and we got like a lot more from them and they actually did more other than go blah blah blah, blah and just you know spit on people and make you know pee on people and all that crap um so yeah i think it's uh, i just i i like villains so i hope like and we've got a really cool villain coming up in scourge who's voiced by the awesome peter dinklage um so oh, that's what he's doing yeah so peter a, dinklage is voicing I knew this peter guy dinklage was doing something but not what yeah so he's the main bad guy which he's just got such a Peter Dinklage has an amazing voice. Let's just all be honest. He's got a great voice. And I think it'll it'll be a very menacing are, 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 are and powerful scourge. Are you expecting scourge. him to sound like Tyrion Lannister or are, are we thinking something more? I think he's going to be like, it's just going to be a really powerful, evil voice. And he's just got like, I don't know. I just really, I, I love, I loved him as Tyrion. Um, that he was well, in remember something how deep his voice that. was in Infinity War. Yes, exactly. As I he forgot he was the, in that. Yeah, he was the giant uh giant like the big dwarf the giant dwarf character? yeah i think they was well the, the character in the comics is a literal dwarf like little tiny man but they were like that would be offensive so they made a giant so they made him giant which is fair <laughs> yeah um what worked better yeah. actually in the end yeah i'm i'm excited to see his debut and i think there's some really cool voice actors that we have coming along for this movie so um yeah anyway max go on yeah it's just on the topic of you know, the amount of shots featuring the Transformers versus the humans. The other thing is the the actual composition of the shots themselves. Um, what really got me, I think the last night was particularly egregious of this, was that oh. every single, like, conflict between the robots, every single interaction happens in the background. You know, if you go to the, the, the final act of that movie, there's this whole fight scene that happens between, um, between a few of the Autobots, like, all... Like Megatron fighting, like half the cast all at once, and it entirely happens in the background. You know, you, you get these little glimpses off behind Mark Wahlberg's shoulder of Hot Rod fly kicking Megatron, 
but you, it's blurred out in the background, and mm. it's like that for the entire film and the film's I, proceeding. I, I, I have to admit, I I blurred that out of my memory, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What is it? It's just movie really you're talking about. There's last night. The movie? What? Oh, no, no. I don't. <laughs> is there a si- is there a, is there a, is there a silent X in the title? No, I'm not sure. Last night, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah, no. Uh, sorry, no, new, in all fairness, new, you probably sorry, couldn't n- see it anyway. <laughs> sorry, uh, new movie. Who dis? <laughs> but the point is, like here, it's every single shot we're seeing. It's here's the robots front and center. No, except for this shit where the humans are center, but you know, robots there <laughs> visually, yeah, except for like, the tiny part where they are. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like here's like a clear look at the cast and what they are doing. It's not mm. here's your transformer, you know, off blurred out in the background doing something cool, but you can barely see it. It's like no, here's what you came here to see, and there it is, right on screen in front of you. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, I I think we've spent a while reacting ourselves to the, the Rise of the Beasts trailer. Let's try to bring it to a bit of a close. Um, does the, uh, does the Rise of the Beasts trailer make you more excited for the movie? I feel like the answer is yes. Daria, what do you reckon? Uh, definitely a yes. Uh, Certainly, I am more excited about this than I was the last handful of Bay films. Uh, I definitely see some connective tissue with Bumblebee, which I thought was a great improvement on that film that may or may not have existed. We just didn't speak of. <laughs> so, yeah, I so far, so good on this one. I mean, I've, I've, I'm still at the live-action Transformers film, take a grain of salt till I see it, thanks to Mr. Bay and friends, but I'm I'm con- conditionally excited. How's that? Yeah, fair enough, too. Um, yeah. Max, how about yourself? Yeah, I've got, like, I've got little nitpicks. Like, if you, you know, like, a lot of little things like, um, you know, Prime looks weird. He, he just looks weird. Um, every character seems to have these arm tube guns, you know, which are just kind of odd looking. Um, but otherwise, I'm like, <laughs> of the arm tubes. Yeah, look, I, I've always been a fan of um, a robot's arm transforming into the gun rather than holding a gun. That's just personal thing. So mm. the fact that uh, Prime just does this thing where his arm just like goes, like just transforms into a gun and it's a massive cannon. I'm just like, that's sick to me. And uh, that's what I like. It's a very personal nitpick, but I'm like, I've counted four characters that all have the arm tubes. I'm like, no, just stop it. Dial it back a bit, please. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, no, um, no, the, no, the big thing is... Sure... I'm pretty sure that with the RC seen in this shot here, I'm pretty sure RC has a gun holstered there. Perfect. No, no tubes present. Um, the yeah, the other positive in terms of things that are and aren't present, just quickly, was I've seen no mention whatsoever of the military, um, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. <laughs> just, yeah, it's a hopefully nice it's, it stays that way. But you know, the first few movies really did feel like a giant. Ooh, uh, go on, join the US Army, kids. It's great fun. Um, yeah, basically. So it's it's quite nice to just see a complete departure from that. I so I'm I'm fairly sure that uh, given given sort of the given the apparent um, machinery that appears to be in the background of this uh, the sort of battle in the in the trailer, um, 
and sort of the the scenery and stuff i'm fairly sure that the final battle is probably set in wakanda um but <laughs> that that poor that poor country just seems to have a lot of battles on its, on its territory yep. but yeah they're uh, coming like, from I, the water I, now they're coming from the sky yeah um mikey i'm gonna mike i'm gonna give you another 30 seconds to espouse uh, the uh, uh the, look I'm um I'm there opening day. If there's a midnight screening, I will be there. I'm going to see this multiple times with multiple different people. Yeah, look, I love Beast Wars. Been a fan of that for ever since I found out it was a thing. I watched it all, and the fact that the you know Optimus Primal looks very much like what I would think a movie Optimus Primal would look like. Cheetor, from what we can see, looks like a Cheetor that I would think would be in the this type of universe. Rhinox looks amazing. Air Razor looks great. So um, I think they look faithful to, yeah, it's just a big robot gorilla. And people have um, called uh, comparisons to uh, Beast Machines even because it's more techno-organic mixing, you know, some hair. Like, yeah, that seems Places, yeah. places yeah. with hair and, and then metal meeting. It's like a combination. and It is a bit body horror. Like it's torn chunks and, and of flesh. That's, well, that's the thing, you know. Um, we're also not, these aren't like, and that scale with Transformers and especially these movies is never on. But these these uh, guys aren't, you know, this isn't the size of an ape. This is more the size of a, you know, one of the robots. And the cheetah isn't the size of a cheetah. The the, the, the eagle is definitely not the size of a regular eagle. Um, because I think they're stepping away from them. I, I think the whole reasoning behind that would be like, they obviously came to Earth at a point in time where there was no humans, just animals and, you know, dinosaurs and stuff, if we're bringing the Predacons in and they didn't have to, you know, scale themselves, you know, too accurately because the, the indigenous life forms would be like, really, you know, just like, why are you so big? Um, so, and I, I don't think it would have worked if they, you know, if Optimus Prime was the size of a gorilla, like small. So I'm kind of glad they went with, you know, kind of King Kong as, as, as you, you, you say, you say a gorilla is small. Have you ever been face to face with one? I've seen one, but I've also, I also <laughs> know that they're absolutely not the size of a semi truck. So Fair enough. Um, there, there, there is also a size, a good size comparison in the trailer, which there might be a, a shot here. You can see, you can see a human standing in front of him as he lands in the, uh, yeah. in the water. Gorillas aren't that big. That That's yeah. King Kong territory, which, you know, Optimus Primal and Megatron, were um you know loosely based off king kong and you know because he fights a t-rex and everything um but yeah um i'm really excited for this movie i have a theory that bumblebee might not make it through the movie um especially see since we actually see scourge absolutely skewer him um in the trailer just straight up you know and as we know if oh, i'm not going to say that because it's a spoiler to black panther um but as we know even some humans can survive this type of situation so um in, at least in movies i mean we movies. have seen bumblebee completely break himself apart and reform. that is true but wait <laughs> no we haven't because that that media doesn't exist um but if we look at this well there's, there's theories about that now that we can get into <laughs> yeah um but at this scene you know we see optimus is on the ground so like he's you know fallen to whatever scourge is doing so we obviously know scourge is the big bad and he's you know not to be messed with and then bumblebee sneaks up behind him and then the scourge absolutely just turns around and just skewers him as we can see here that is a blade going straight through bumblebee um so my theory oh, is he I doesn't see, survive yeah, right. mm. that that my theory is he doesn't survive because in a later shot we see all of the autobots walking together with the humans 
and Bumblebee is absent. So this shot right here, where's Bumblebee? Is, is that not Bumblebee in the front there? No, that's Wheeljack. That's Wheeljack. So we in this so from left to right we've got Mirage, RC, Wheeljack, and Prime. Now Bumblebee could be off off screen right now, but this makes me think maybe Bumblebee who do you think, doesn't. Who do you think is holding the camera? Damn, I'll oh, Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a little bit of a theory because this movie could be resetting everything. We don't know. It's all speculation. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that'd be really interesting because because Mirage seems to be the main character in this movie um he seems to be uh the character we see often with the the human lead um and yeah and i'm keen to have a new kind of um kid appeal or you know main character that's not bumblebee so that'd be really interesting wild predictions about the movie who who wants who wants to go who wants to go out on a limb and make a prediction Time, travel, reset, the whole thing. This, it's like, yeah, I, mean, it's so, not, it's, uh, sorry, I think time, it's a pretty time, common theory. At time this travel point. is not out of the question when it comes to anything Beast Wars related, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, if time travel is in there and used smartly, then, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, Jason, it, it, Optimus Primal himself in this trailer says... Did you say Optimus Primal? Optimus <laughs> Primal, yes. Optimus Prime. Yeah, Mop- he's, he's got a new hairstyle. <laughs> his famous cousin that turns into a, um, into a mop. Um, no. Uh, Optimus Primal in the trailer says, from all, all the threats from your past and future, so this, this mm-hmm, the Maximals clearly yeah. know things that the Autobots don't, so there should be time travel in this, and Max, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, it's... And, for me, it's, there's also a thing where Stephen Cable Jr., the director, said in an interview, oh, we've got the Terracons in this and the fans, well, they know what the Terracons come from and you know what that leads to, which mm-hmm. did, doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense um, because the Terracons, what, whatever you, were, <laughs> you call the Terracons, have never, you know, have 10 million different origins. Yeah. and They're things. not the ones um, that we... Yeah, they're not they're not the ones we affiliate with where you're going is what yeah. Yeah, everyone's also assumed he means Unicron as yeah. the endpoint to that when they also haven't ever really been associated with Unicron aside from the zombie ones in Prime. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. But I, I mm, think there might have just been some like he might have just misspoke there or just sort of gone, well people are going to know what I'm going to be talking about anyway and said maybe he's just yeah, a big that. Transformers Prime fan. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I think in the same the same interview that you were talking about, and I cannot remember the I cannot remember, remember the name of the lead actor in the movie, and I'm I feel terrible about that. But he also said that he used Anthony to watch Beast Ramos. Wars. Um, yeah, Anthony Ramos said that he used to watch Beast Wars when he was growing up. So um, yeah, like there's a there's a there's an awareness of and a reverence to the source material. So maybe uh, maybe it's just the the source material that they're most familiar with. So just yeah. speaking on Terracons, if we look at what we all think might be the final battle where we see um, Battle Trap, you know, running up and then all the Autobots and Maximals uh, fighting um, right Sorry, I'm, try- I'm trying to find this, the pictures of Wakanda. There we go. There you go. <laughs> um, in the background, you see these very um, insect-like or very skeletal uh, robots coming uh, at the Maximals and Autobots. Um, so you see those things at the background. Um, there's not, there's not they, really a good lot of them in the uh, in the the screen caps here. But if you go to the other screen cap story, um, yeah. 
The what, anyway, the they're, caps, yeah. they're thought to be the prime Terracons, so like the actual zombies brought back to life and, um, you know, actual zombies, you know, in a Transformers movie. So we might actually have uh, zombie Terracons as, um, and he's the, he, t- to me, Battle Trap already looks very, you know, his face is just a glowing red thing. So he just like, um, you know, he could just be the leader of the zombie bots, you know, uh, along he's already with, halfway uh, to undead. Yeah, he looks, he probably already is dead. He's probably been brought back to life. He looks bloody cause... evil. That's great. He looks he's amazing. Looks and I hope, yeah. I just pray we get some characterization out of him because him and um, Nightbird, I think, could just be really cool villains. Um, but it looks like we're going to have an army of the undead versus Maximals and Autobots. So that'll be our final battle in my, what I think. Oh, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see where where we go plot wise. Um, there's a couple a couple of things that I will throw out that I've I've heard. Um, I've heard that there's a lot of Beast Wars characters in this movie. Like we've seen maybe four or five. Um, I've heard that there's a lot now. It doesn't necessarily mean that they all have voice cast or they're all they've all got speaking roles, but a lot of them could be. A lot of them could be background characters. I mean, in the in the trailer here, like, what have we got? We've got obviously there's Cheetor, um, we've seen there's Rhinox, there's Primal and Air Razor, but uh, we are also hearing we are also hearing that there's there's a lot more a lot more characters in there as well. Someone um, called well, Reek, apparently. Yeah, and Stratosphere, yes. like Stratosphere by John DiMaggio. Apparently, but yeah, and apparently Stratosphere is literally the giant jet dude like apparently he's gonna be as, that, as that rumored but he is the massive jet that the, the rumor is he's that giant cargo jet thing that he that his toy was you know so ah. cool i'm up for that that's like a titan Fantastic. class you know, that's a titan class dude right there I, the other I thing about think unseen characters um, yeah sorry is that um in, in interviews you know Stephen cable jr said that the decepticons and the predacons are are in the movie yeah, oh, much yeah, thank you for that. There's Decepticons in this movie. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. Like, thank you. We that. don't know any of them, like, what, which ones are present at all, but he has said explicitly, like, you know, all five of these factions are present. Oh, dude, that makes me, like, thank you. I have not, I did not know that. So I'm actually really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I, I assume that, but I wasn't, yeah. Might I don't cameos, care. but still, it's like, it's world building, right? Yeah. Right, um, let's let's move on a little no, bit. No, we haven't done Daria's Mikey... prediction. Daria's oh, prediction. sorry, Daria. Oh, I've... I wasn't sure I was going with actual predictions. Uh, I, I don't know I'm on board with Bumblebee not surviving the movie because he's. they just keep putting him at the middle of everything and I'm not sure they're pre- prepared to potentially close their wallets for... Bumblebee maybe quite maybe, yet. maybe maybe it's not the Bumblebee survive maybe Bumblebee doesn't survive the movie but maybe Goldbug does. Oh, <laughs> actually, actually, <laughs> I, well, we, I, we I have was just twice acknowledged Goldbug exists in toy form, and we used to just never speak of him. So mm-hmm. there could be something in that. I, I was disagreeing with Mikey beforehand. Like, I didn't, didn't think that he w- would die, but now we're looking at these final battle shots, and I'm realizing actually no, he isn't there. Mm, yeah, that's right. but there'll so, be all these RIP Bumblebee sets. So, like, you know, in death, he'll be like, <laughs> there'll be like all of these like, like there'll be Bumblebee in a coffin, you know, and 
all these different exclusive versions. There'll be some grayed out Bumblebee version. Yes, the black and gray version of Bumblebee. There'll just there'll be more media. Sorry, well, sorry. You know? Sleep mode Bumblebee. Sleep, sleep mode Bumblebee. Um, or alternate universe Bumblebee. Alternate. Oh god, yes, of course. <laughs> Submarine mode Bumblebee. All the things. <laughs> the Bumble Gunner. Yeah. All right, I, I do think we are done with the trailer now. We need to move on and uh, talk about. About there's a there's a there's a cool poster which I think we don't really need to speak to too much. Oh, it's a cool logo. Power Cool logo. Yes, it is. Logo. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's late. It, 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 <laughs> it's is, it is a little bit late. Uh, and it will I do get wanna, later. I do want to talk a little bit about the toys. Um, we have seen Studio Series ninety nine, which is Battle Trap on the right, and oh uh, god, ninety nine. Yes, yeah. One. Oh my god, is Bumblebee one, which is very fitting since Studio Series one was Bumblebee and one hundred is Bumblebee, yep. and e- about every single one of them in between is also Bumblebee. It's. I was yeah, about weird. to say probably fifty was Bumblebee, twenty five, seventy five was Bumblebee as well. Very likely, yes. Um, however, we have got a look at these figures this week. They've been officially revealed by Hasbro, so when, for once we're not looking at Prime versus Prime's photos. Um, mm. They. They look they look pretty nice. The, I I think I think the Bumblebee kind of looks like a, a the the sort of the Studio Series retool that we've been getting for years. Oh, yeah. so it's like yep. it's just just another Bumblebee. Um, face sculpt is really face nice. Sculpt is nice. Apparently, it, it looks like the windows are actually the windows are a separate piece of plastic, so the doors are not actually. Um, the doors are not uh, painted painted clear plastic. So there's been a bit of bit of uh, sort of listening to customer feedback there. Got the stinger it's on the a... arm. It, it does it does look nice, but it just does look like sort of every other Bumblebee to me. Yeah, it's it's it obviously the newer design. Vos yeah. have an aneurysm over that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a newer design of Bumblebee because he's got his he's got his stompers instead of those weird bay feet, and his arms are more. Akin to the um, you're right. He does he does have the stomping boots, doesn't the he? The big yeah. the big boots that the the yeah. Bumble, first the movie Bumblebee does, uh, as in the, the movie Bumble, Bumblebee the movie. Um, and he's got the arms are more akin to um that design as well. Yeah, and, and that's another stick. one that if you were if you were so inclined, you could repurpose this guy as a junkie on. I'd say definitely. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I I reckon I reckon you might be onto something there, and I I wonder. We, we've seen that the legacy listings for 2023 have three deluxe Junkions and one Voyager Junkion. I do wonder whether the Voyager Junkion might be based on Battle Trap. But I do we'll, pray the Voyager we'll one is a, is a uh, animated akin um, garbage truck. That'd be great. I love the uh, I love the call out to Bernie's on the the side of Battle Trap. Which there, that's, that's really cool. sweet. Yeah, that's that yeah, is that's actually nice. a really nice callback. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, you can't. You can't. I mean, if you were wondering whether or not this this uh, guy's good or bad, the red the red windscreen and windows <laughs> should answer the question for you. Is it, let's be honest, it's quite a bright color scheme, and the, the color scheme is not one that we're used to seeing on bad guys. So, um, yeah, there's a it's a it's a it's a bit of an interesting bit of an interesting uh, well, design choice there. For bad guys in these movie in the live action movies, have typically just been silver people made of knives silver insect yeah. monster knife monsters yeah that go blah blah blah, blah. yeah so it's like yeah. this dude has a cle- uh, distinct color scheme and you know, it's colorful distinct design yeah it's colorful but he still looks can... evil really but you really know, like that head design too going back to the trailer all of these robots have a distinct color they're not all just silver 
so you can actually tell who's who, which is awesome. I, uh, to to be to be to be fair, that is I think an actual design choice that go, goes back to Age of Extinction, um, where we we did get distinct colors uh, for characters. Those were a lot more colorful just... than the previous movies. I agree. Yeah. Yes. They, yeah, they were. Um, so yeah, I, I I think the I actually think it's interesting the color choice being an, an orange is not so far from yellow and like when you put them side by side you can see like yeah it, this is a this is a light color for for these figures. Here's a far out fan theory, fan theory: Bumblebee dies and then gets resurrected as Battle Trap. There you go, and that's that's why Battle Trap's a zombie. They look so evil. That's, my, uh, that's he 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 is in the background of a scene where Bumblebee gets stabbed. Oh, that's. <laughs> <just> so, <yeah. laughs> But this time travel, he's so a, any he's a wobbly, wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Exactly. It's like in the <laughs> mm. I, I think battle, like Battle Trap, is a toy that, that, like, I don't even collect this line anymore. But Battle Trap looks like a toy worth getting. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Don't, yeah, I, I do. I do occasionally. I do occasionally pick up um, non eighty six Studio Series um, figures. I've got a couple from Bumblebee and. Yeah, I might end up with a couple from this as well. We'll see how we go. Yeah, and depending what kind of thoughts you you have on this sort of thing, he could easily slot in with your your non movie bots if you want. Yeah, to. definitely, yeah. definitely a generation designed to him, just more mechanical, which is fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's that. I think is actually finally it for Rise of the Beast. We have spent we have spent a good amount of time on Rise of the Beast now. It is time to talk about the other thing that the other trailer that came out this week and surprised us all this afternoon. Uh, it is the trailer, the trailer for Transformers Reactivate, a new game coming to PC and consoles. And uh, it's I say it surprised everyone because we had heard we'd heard going back about a year a year or so ago that there was a there was a game called Transformers Rise that was um, uh, in development from. Can't remember the name. It was Critical something. Um, I can't remember the name of all of these. Characters. Critical yeah. certain affinity, certain affinity, critical thing. Yes, yeah, certain affinity had a Transformers game in the offing, and then it went dormant. We had heard rumors of a line of toys referred to as Transformers Shine, and then there's of course a, a video game called Transformers Rise. Rise and Shine kind of go together. Uh, the Shine. The Shine toy line seems to have disappeared as, as apparently did the game. We also heard last week, there's, there's been a number of high-profile leaks of a, a Transformers game of some kind. People have assumed it's an MMO, but uh, it appears according to the, the, the information that we got from Reactivate's launch today that it's a, an up-to-four-player online game. Um, there's a great focus on humans, and the trailer, and we don't actually see much of any Transformers until the sort of the very end when it appears that uh, whatever the, the humans have been working on has woken up and um, and looks at its hand and apparently appears to be Bumblebee. There's a lot of we you know we complain a lot about uh, we complain a lot about the humans the humans in the Transformers movies, but the video game the video game people may not have received that note yet because not only are there humans front and center in this trailer, they're all CG humans as well. <laughs> I don't mind it because it's it's one of those teaser trailers, which is like my favorite kind of teaser trailer. Um, Halo Infinite did like the best example of this a couple of years back, where it's you know it's showing you a lot of cool visuals, a lot of you know technical prowess, here's your cool graphics, vague little teasers of what's going on, 
And then like 90% of the way through the video, you know, bam, oh shit, that's what it is. It's this property, it's this franchise. And so it's it's sort of what they've done here. You have a bunch of different shots showing, showing vague things. And when you're just watching crew for the first time, you don't pick up on anything Transformers related. And then it gets to the end and you well, go, there's a, there's oh, a, there's good, right. There's a good reason you don't pick up on anything Transformers related. It's because there isn't anything Transformers related. There is... Uh, it's basically uh, Ratchet and Ironhide are in it, and that's it in vehicle mode. Yeah. So um, when? So I'm assuming that there'll be a shot somewhere that shows yeah. in here. This 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 thing here that is arriving is apparently the new bad guy for for this game. It's called the Legion. Now mm. it appears it appears according to according to what we see in the trailer here, the Legion appears uh, on Earth. They they land. They start laying waste to things and. By the time we pick up the the gameplay in the in the game, it seems that the Legion has won and has taken over the planet, and so you have to fight back against them. Now, there's a couple of things that we have heard. Uh, there's both Autobots and Decepticons playable in the game. Uh, Earth, like I said, looks pretty much destroyed. Like the 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 um, it it appears that we might have both the Autobots and Decepticons teaming up to take out the, the, the bad guy. and That's um, in... Sorry. Do we want to talk yeah. about leaked cutscenes? Sure. I, I haven't got them here, but but certainly, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what's in the leaked cutscenes, is they're on the same side. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, there you go. And so, so the the bad guy, the bad guy, and this this ends up as kind of a deep cut into Transformers uh, Transformers fandom, and it's such a deep cut that you have to wonder whether or not the guys making the game are actually aware of it. Uh, the bad guy, the bad guys appear to be called the Legion, and there's sort of swarms of them going on everywhere. And to be perfectly honest, this is kind of the this is kind of the point at which I check out a little bit in the these games. Like, I don't really, I don't really. I don't really care about fighting some new no-name enemy that they've made up for the show. However, Transformers fans who are who are listening along this might have just gone Legion. Really? Is that like we we've seen we've seen a bad guy in Transformers fiction before called Legion, and it doesn't have the best history. Legion was the 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 guy who looks like Megatron but is not Megatron who is the bad guy with I'm just going to say the notable tongue design in the Transformers Kiss Player um tie-in media so there's there's a there's a chance that we're looking at a Kiss Player's game here <laughs> yeah no it- <laughs> Uh, and the whole thing of, and the thing with Legion is that it is like Legion was spawned from Unicron. Like is I forget how exactly happened, but it's like mm, Unicron's yeah. something or other spread into something or other and became Legion. Unicron spread and these things. I think they were up. his antibodies. <laughs> Stop it. Um, but it, it, these the, the Legion designs here do look kind of like, ooh, you know, glowy red and black. Like, I, there's, it, there's not a lot of there's not, not a good, lot of good looks at them in the screenshot here. But I do also have this uh, this pic here that does sort of show the, the the glowy red stuff and and things all over the place. I mean, to yeah, be fair, so... Legion is a pretty popular stock bad guy name. We'll give them that at least. That's true. Yeah, oh, could just be a name. Do you know, do you know, do you know, fight. 
Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm gonna? I'm gonna throw out a really, a really long, really long. I'm gonna draw a really long bow here. You can see the giant machine in the background of this, right? It's it's landed. It's it's dwarfing a city, and it's got these two legs sort of like extending out on either side of it. Don't those legs look kind of like the thing that we just saw in in Wakanda at the end of the Rise of the Beasts trailer? Actually, I was doesn't thinking it, that doesn't too. It? Ooh. And those yes. those guys there in the background look kind of spindly, skinny and spindly, mm. like the. Uh... It's a bit, time for a bit of brand synergy. Maybe uh, I mean, I mean, like may- the maybe, Scarface maybe game. There's... It's a what if the movie turned out differently game. Yeah, the other may- maybe that maybe we're looking at something that is not as unrelated to the franchise as we like to sort of make out. The other thing is. Um... You know, there's the R all dead logo there, which like like not yeah, logo, that's you know, cool. the that, reference that's there. Actually, that's actually why I've got this uh, this up there. That's a, that's a nice little Easter egg there. It does, but and also, it does show I think that some of the the artists and the people working on the game are well aware of the history of the franchise. But not but well aware of how big like... the Statue of Liberty's head is because she is huge there compared to the real head. <laughs> the other, um, but the thing is, in one of the leaked cutscenes, it has uh, Starscream begrudgingly working with the Autobots and his like internal monologue is him saying, you know, I don't trust Shockwave. I think Shockwave's up to something. So, you know, maybe no, this would be a always up to something. But like Look, that, that Shock- could be maybe he's involved with all of this Legion. Shockwave's well. a main villain confirmed. <laughs> Which doesn't surprise me because if we, if we look at the history of Shockwave, you know he's he's either the extremely loyal guy in G one or in all the other media he's the guy that you know does his own what's the, what, goes what's his own the, way. What's and... the problem with Senator Shockwave? Yeah, look, he's, he's just a, the only he's an honest politician. Oh, I love him. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying he's a great character, uh, but like he is, he's usually up to his own his own dastardly deeds and. Um, can I, can I just point out this? So this this is a close up of a of a, a, a post. Like there's a lot of stuff. Like this is pre like this 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 city is pretty fucked, right? Oh, like it's can... proper fucked. Like this, the buildings are disintegrating. Bad shit is happening here. But can I just go say go this street lamp? This this street lamp <laughs> is still still standing strong as a testament to strong civic construction. Dave actually brings up a good point. Um, he says those snake-like things remind him of the 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 dweller the the dweller slash driller from Dark of the Moon. So th- this these could be Shockwave's pets going around and um, yeah, yeah. mucking about the city as well. So it could be Shockwave. It is. It is also notable that these these glowing things also appear to be in the head of the Statue of Liberty as well. Yeah, they're like little tendrils or snake snakes or something. Yeah. Um, so and, where, and in fact, that uh, that are all dead could well be a a, a a hidden pointer to Shockwave as well. To Shockwave, well, it he's is the one who wrote that in the Marvel comics. Yeah, he's the one that killed everyone. Isn't he? Um, so where have we seen Ratchet and Ironhide? Uh, if you go back, um, so in this th- that's apparently. that's Ratchet. Yeah, that that's he, matches up with a leaked model of Ratchet. Um, he dead. So if you go back to the earlier screenshots, uh, there's two. There's Bumblebee's point of view, and we know this is Bumblebee uh, driving. So we know this is Bumblebee because it's Bumblebee's leaked alt mode. Um, I did some googling this afternoon. You couldn't tell, um, Ooh, but if you, so that's the, Bumblebee. It, yeah. 
And then if you go back a bit, the screenshots here don't oh, show up super clearly. So these, these, so these two here, yeah, if you go left, because this is before the reveal of a trailer that it's a Transformers game. Like, because you, you, you don't find out it's a Transformers game until the end. But this is clearly Bumblebee. Um, and then they, these these two here, this is the same model of truck, except one is, you know, that it, it's not shown too clearly here, but the one on the left is a deep, consistent red color, and the other one is painted like an ambulance. All so right. there's your action on hide. So I just thought they were just random cars with guns, but yeah, they're Transformers. Cool. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Look, it's, it's interesting. It is. It is early days for this game. As I said, this game was handed over from. This game was handed over from certain affinity to splash damage, um, and uh, as we've we've been seeing a seeing a few things um, go around, like splash damage is not a company that's known for sort of working on their own stuff. They are kind of a. They are kind of known to be a sort of a pick up the pieces and try to salvage something or or make an add on to a to an existing engine um, company. So like. There's a, there's there's been a, a bit of a bit of a bit of discussion going around from people saying like yeah maybe just temper your expectations a bit it might you know it it's a it's a big it's a big stab it's it's going to take a big swing at the Transformers IP and whether it's successful or not we don't really know yet we've got a two minute a two minute trailer that doesn't really doesn't really have much to do with an actual Transformers in it. Um, but we'll see what happens. It does appear that it does appear over the course of the trailer that the humans are trying to reactivate, uh, which is the, call, the the name of the game, trying to reactivate Transformers. Maybe they were taken out in Legion's initial attack. Whether or not we're saying that the the reactivation of those Transformers is their original selves, or if it's actually like humans taking over those those Transformers forms or something, we'll we'll see. It's um, you know, the tagline in in the ta one of the taglines of the game is like. Our last hope is the Autobots pulled from the rubble. Like, so where are you getting all this stuff from, Max? Uh, the, the, the TF, this been, is on the TFW thing. Yeah, there's, right. there's actually been a rather a lot of rather a lot of stuff uh, released about the game in the last few weeks leading up to this. Um, mm -hmm. No one was there really also expecting ten this million leaks. Yeah. yeah, no one. No one was expecting this trailer to drop today. Everyone's everyone sort of expected that the game was dead and buried, and so that's why people have been leaking stuff about it, trying to sort of trying to drum up or salvage a bit of interest in it. And then the trailer came out today. I was like, oh, okay, well that's real. Do we have a release date? There's a beta next year, and that's all we know. Mm -hmm. Oh well, um, as now that I know that those other trucks that were firing guns are Transformers. And that should have made sense because, like, I guess from the point of view of the one that we were, the, the point of view of the car that we had was a transformer as well. That does make sense. Um, so we've got Bumblebee being reactivated. We've got Shock, uh, sorry, um, Ironhide Ratchet confirmed. Um, yeah, and, and now we're, we're all thinking that maybe Mr. Shockwave is the main villain, which I'm all up for. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see how we go. Um, it will be it will be interesting to see whether or not there's actually a, a, a sort of a, a greater tie-in with some other aspects of the franchise as well. We'll see. Yeah, it definitely looks like its own continuity, like not related to anything else. It does. Uh, so the the shots the shots at the beginning, sort of of the the Legion ships sort of landing and immediately sort of taking over. They actually they actually called to mind um, some of the initial Decepticon takeovers from All Hail Megatron. 
And so, like, uh, the, especially I think because it's it's showing like Times Square in in New York, like you know, it's it's a bit of an iconic uh, thing to be sort of brought underfoot from aliens. And they decapitated the the Statue of Liberty. Those just bastards. just like a just like any good Cloverfield movie. Just like any good disaster movie, they destroy it's, it's the true. hell out of the Statue of Liberty. That's true. Let's move on. Uh, Transformers reactivate is it's a it's a while away. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come. Get the thumbs up from me. Excellent. Does he get a thumbs up from everyone else? Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, same. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Very good. Let's get back to some regular news. We have a few a few brief news snippets to round us out for the night. Um, those busy beavers over at TFW have been busy dr- drilling into drilling into stock listings and Walmart and Target computer systems, and they have uh, they have come up with Project Bear. <laughs> we know that uh, for the collaboratives, um, Hasbro tends to give them a Project Something codename. Um, Maverick was. Project Cruise, Draculus was Project Bat, Tonkinator, Project Yellow, um, things like that. So Project Bear coming at some point in 2023. Everyone, would you like to start your speculation engines with what Project Bear might be? Well, if there is a bear movie out next year. Yeah, so <laughs> Cocaine Bear would be an interesting, <laughs> Two an bear interesting movies. collaborative. Yeah. Two bear movies. There's Pooh, Blood and Honey as well. So... Sorry, what's going on next year? Sorry, the... so, so go go back to that. Did you say blood and honey? Yeah. Oh yes. Poo, poo, poo blood and honey. A a horror movies featuring the uh, Winnie the Pooh and uh, Piglet. Yes, a, a meal characters. Because it's in the public oh. domain now. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So this yeah. might be this might be a thing for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh a, a, like. Uh, the best thing would be like um, a nice, cuddly, cute looking Winnie the Pooh that transforms into like a serial killer bear type thing. That'd be like the I'm, best crossover. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Just hang on a second. Mm. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I need to. It's called um, this, Poo, this, this, it, just... yeah, Poo, 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 Blood, Blood and Honey. honey. Right, right. Plus, horrible, like, horrible name for a sorry, movie as I'm well. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. But the, the, have you seen the poster of this? <laughs> That's it. What the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> That's poo, blood and honey. Winnie the poo, blood and honey. Oh it's a bit God. much, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not confirmed that, like, I just don't get... I don't know if it's, like, dudes in a mask or... Apparently, it's actually the characters of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. You know, apparently what happened was... Um, the, the, the the vague things that we know about it is uh, Pooh and Piglet went rogue and... Um, they ate. They actually ate Eeyore alive, and um, then they've just been terrorizing the the well, what are the woods called? The Hundred Acre Woods or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, then Christopher Robin comes back after years of neglecting them, and then they take uh, Pooh and Eeyore, Pooh and um, Piglet take their revenge on him and his many girlfriends that he brings to the house. <laughs> wow! It's, it's, just, it's just a slasher film where you know there's the girls in bikinis getting hacked up and you know, in, by... all, in all honesty i'm really sorry that i actually asked for that. yeah so that that's exactly what this crossover will be project bear <laughs> will be poo from blood and honey wow yeah we've all learned um, something good tonight yeah so so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in i'm gonna throw in a, a guess 
from the complete opposite end of the spectrum, which is Hasbro also owns Care Bears. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that, that reap the repay potential on that, they just make one care pair. They could just repaint the hell out of that. So that's a great one to do. But who does it transform into? Because like, that sort of has, like, does it transform into a new character mm. or does it transform into an existing character? Interesting. Um, maybe like I mean, it's not like or... the collaboratives have been existing characters. Yeah, but like, maybe they turn into like, what would they turn into? Cars. Maybe maybe like yeah. the maybe the bears will turn into cars maybe something like that. Mm. I don't know. Uh, look, uh, oh actually, you know, well, so I so I had a couple of other thoughts. Um, I thought that there could be a sports team collaborative going on um, because bears are often bears are often you know mascots for sports teams. So the Chicago Bears or something. I don't know if maybe. that's real. Maybe yeah. There's no, um, there's no, there's no bears in NRL at the moment. That'd be the, uh, yeah, they don't exist in the NRL at the moment, so it wouldn't be that. We'll see. Yeah. Um, saying it, Project Bear. Uh, sometime, sometime in the next year, uh, we will, we will see what comes out. One thing I do, one thing I do know is that very quickly after these uh, things are revealed or, or leaked out, they do tend to get released pretty fast. The the collaborative, so. Something tells me that we might see Project Bear sooner rather than later. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Can we see Rob, it later Rob... rather than sooner? What are we Rob, Franklin's, Rob Franklin's car bears instead of care bears. Car bears. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's also, you know, it's also worth remembering that um, we're now actually seeing collaboratives that involve Transformers from other franchises as well. Like we've got the Magic the Gathering cards with the... Uh, with, um, the um, secret lair and uh, transformers and shattered glass figures in there. So, like, I, I, I think the fact that this is Trajan is very, very firmly in the uh, in the wheelhouse of being an actual transformers figure. But you know, it could well be a collaborative from the other the other side as well. Speaking of those Magic the Gathering cards, apparently the the original versions of the um, shattered glass Magic the Gathering cards go for as much as the actual shattered glass figures, apparently. <laughs> Like those original figures, they're there, apparently ridiculously expensive. There's quite a desire for them, and I think the shattered glass cards are quite rare. Yeah, apparently yeah. you can't find them, and they cost us like a shattered glass prime will cost you into like five hundreds. So like one of these cards probably costs the same, which is amazing to me. Yeah, card collecting right. is an unhinged hobby. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to go from Project Bear. We're going to stick with some of the some of the leaked listings. A couple of a uh, couple of suggestions are that twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four we're going to see Transformers animated Optimus, Beast Wars, Tiger Hawk, and Silverbolt. Uh, this comes from this comes from listings that uh, seem to indicate a, so Transformers Generations Legacy Uni something which. Um, Evolution is the the subline for year two, so the thought is that uni might be year three as well. Um, Universe, yeah, yeah, United. it could be, could be, could be United, could be yeah, United, yep, yep. So unicycle. Um, <laughs> uh, look, yeah, you know, I, I, I think if it if it's not, it's, I think it's sad. I'd like to see Transformers Legacy Unicycle. Um, I think I think that could be a, a very compelling line. But yeah, um, 
So yeah, there's a few few listings there. We're looking at Leader Beast Wars Tigerhawk, Leader G1 or, Sandstorm, Cyber Starscream, whether we're looking or, at Cyberverse or Cyberjet. Oh, Cybertron, come on. Mm. Has to be Cybertron. Cybertron so does it? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I guess that... he was a very distinctive model. Yeah. I reckon it'll be Cybertron. Um, Prime Thundertron, Animated Bort. Optimus Prime, Beast Wars, Silverbolt, and uh, one another one that's a little bit out of left field for this listing, uh, Leader G2 Grimlock. Now, that does that does actually indicate a, uh, a potential reuse of the Studio Series Dinobots molds. So, um, yeah, could be pretty cool. What's the capsule part? Capsules are... So, Capsules are sort of an enclosed subline. Um, like you could say that the Velocitron line is a capsule. Ah, um, uh, uh, oh. Some... Mm. Sorry, uh, uh, so... maybe it's like a maybe it's like a oh god, what was that planet called? So we've had Velocitron. Maybe Grimlock comes from the G two planet. The, yes, the, well, the Beast planet. What's the Beast? <laughs> the Beast planet's got a name, but I just don't know what the name is. Animus. Work animatron Earth? maybe and it was like maybe it was i think it was animus in like one different piece of fiction i, don't I reckon know. we might have that it'll be a beast planet because we've had the speed planet so we've had the car planet so i reckon we'll have the beast planet and g2 grimlock will kick it off maybe maybe it's 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 very possible we we don't we don't know what a lot of these things are they've just they're they're listings that have turned up and been been found and discovered in in various systems by uh yeah, you know, by various people in the fandom. One of the other items that has been uh, has been uh, shown, which is actually a leaked figure that's that's come out, is Legacy Medics. Now, this 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 figure looks like a repaint of Crankcase. Um, Medics is a character from the Rescue Bots continuity. We know that Legacy is going to you know throw in characters from different continuities. Um, I actually think this looks really good. It's so gorgeous. I, I, I really love the bright primary colors on the color schemes because, like, all the uses that we've had of this mold so far, we've had, um, you know, like skids, burnout, and um, skids, burnout, and uh, crankcase. They're they're all sort of very sort of dark and grungy. This is really nice. They, they were blue, black, and blue and black. That's right. Well, yeah. do you know what's cool about this? Right, this is our first ever generations rescue bot. That's right. Yeah, Medics mm. is a rescue bot, original character. So. If we could see like uh, Heat Wave and Chase, oh God, Blades, what's the last one? I think Bl- Older. Older. Blur is technically a different character. Yeah, yep. yeah, he, he's so, a different guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching Rescue Bots along with Stasis Pod at the moment. Yeah, yeah, so. and it's Rescue Bots is an amazing show, and um, to get actual, you know. The, the, that that toy line is targeted to kids, and it's an amazing toy line that you know helps kids learn like gross motor skills, which is great. But we don't really have any collector focused toys until now, and now we have a really cool character represented in generations, which is can awesome. I, can I just point out for for people keeping count at home, there is indeed a light bar on the uh, on the top of the vehicle. Um, <laughs> take the, Do I'm we take sure a drink? Pretty, pretty sure that some of the some of the weapons seem to have come in from other. Other figures, uh, but yeah, they, they look. They look. It, it looks really nice. Um, there is a thought, although obviously, you know, it's a it's a it's a leaked figure. It's come from factories from the factory reject pile or whatever. However, it's it's turned out. But the fact that it's sort of so far along in production um, would probably indicate that it's coming sooner rather than later. 
and um, there's a thought that this could be a Walgreens exclusive. And the Walgreens exclusivity is a, it's a, I think it's a leap on the part of the community, but it's also based on the fact that um, at at one of the recent conventions, the the Hasbro guys were talking about the kind of figures that they make Walgreens exclusives, and they did draw a line that I don't think people really really actually figured out before, which is that um, the Walgreens figures all seem to be um, emergency vehicles, oh, come mostly on. mostly medically related, um, and because Walgreens is a Walgreens is a pharmacy. Yeah, hold on. I thought it everyone knew that. No, no, no. Like, oh, no, a, lot, a, whole, a lot, no, a lot of a, a lot of people don't necessarily understand the link of the things. Like, so out of the Walgreens exclusive figures, um, for from since War for Cybertron, we've had um, uh, we've had Ratchet, we've had so Blue Streak kind of doesn't fit the mold. Um, well, before and, that, we had Brainstorm too. So your mileage yeah, may vary as to whether he counts as any kind of doctor. That's true. Oh, yeah, but he's a mad, he's a mad doctor, uh, and <laughs> yeah. we've we've had red red alert, which does fit the emergency vehicle mold, mm -hmm. um, and we've had Minerva, who also definitely fits the definitely, the emergency yeah. vehicle mold as well. So like, maybe it's a maybe it's oh, a theme that they're intending wanted. to stick oh, more yeah. to, uh, and so yeah, so medics medics fits in with that theme if that's the established theme for these characters. That's really weird. Yeah, so most like most of, <laughs> if not all of them, have been rescue vehicles or you know ambulances and stuff. So that's, that's yeah. Well, since War for Cybertron, yeah. Well, that means so basically, the rescue bots are prime. Forgive the pun. Yeah, all of them could be exclusives, and everyone will hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is it. That is it for news. We are we are well into we are well into a long running show because it is our last one for the year, and uh, we have been off the air for a month. So I'm not not really too averse for for things running long. Does anyone have any other news that they wanted to talk about before we before we sort of move on from the from the news cycle? I, I feel like, I feel like it's it's been a month, so there's there's plenty of scope for things that we didn't necessarily put into the run sheet. If there's something that's come out that you want to talk about. I'm sure I've forgotten something, but it'll yeah, um, come in five minutes after the show's done. I'm very sure. Very good. Very good. No, no, I'm oh. glad we talked about the the leaks because I did want to. I mean, that those were all pretty much bought from me. Um, I think they they look great. <laughs> yeah, as I'm reading through them, you just bought this. Bought, 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 this, bought, bought, bought. Have we? There was only like two that I didn't. Have we talked about Earth Spark on the show? No, we not yet. haven't. So Earthspark's not. So no. while while a lot of people have seen all of Earthspark, Earthspark's not officially all available in Australia yet. There's, uh, I think three episodes, three uh, three episodes still to come. Uh, we and Mikey and I checked right. this on Paramount Plus tonight at yeah. dinner. They're they're up to episode seven in Australia. So we're gonna hold off on the Earthspark discussion until all the episodes are available officially in Australia, uh, which will of course mean 2023. For for us, so we'll we'll have a we'll have a bit of a deep dive into Earthspark next year. But um, I I've, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love it. Same. Yeah, it's been a real pleasant surprise. It has. Oh, and just I, I was telling I was telling Jason this today. Twenty twenty three is going back to the golden age of Transformers because we've got a great TV show, we've got a video game coming, and we've got a great looking movie coming. So we're all all three major, and we've got a great toy line. We've got mm, tons of great toy lines, you know, out. So there's never been a better time, in my opinion, in than twenty twenty three to be a Transformers fan. Everything's covered. 
So, so we, um, we, we know from talking to Hasbro as well that the Transformers brand is in ascendance in perception and popularity. And so like 2023 could be just a, a like a gangbusters year for the franchise. Like, I mean, uh, movie, movie, cartoon, toys, every, everything's lined up to kick a lot of goals next year. And as you said, we, the Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer has had the most views of any Paramount um, project ever. Yeah, so it shows people are, yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm probably going to go off and watch something after this. Um, but it just shows people are hungry for this. And I look at all these, I look at all the comments for the videos. Oh, I've been waiting so long. Bumblebee was so good. We want more. We want more. We want more. We've been it, it waiting been four years. Yeah, four well, five. years. Five. Even five since yeah, it's, it's exactly five, five. Five years between yeah. drinks Bumblebee. for Transformers on the big My screen. God. Like, we we were saying at the time that last night came out, you know, maybe they need to rest the franchise for a while. Suddenly it's been five years between movies. Like two of those two of those years kind of don't count because of COVID, but suddenly it's been five years between movies. Yeah, I'm ready ready for a big screen Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, even even if it's bad, and I don't think it's going to be based on what we've seen, no. but even if it's bad, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Like by definition. And it's going These to make billions of dollars. It's going to make lots of yeah. money for the franchise. So, you know, the bad movies made lots of money still. So, you know. Yeah, this was a thing that kept pop- popping up during the heyday of the Michael Bay quintet. It was like, people said, why do they keep making these movies like this? And the answer was because people keep paying money and going to see them. Mm. Yeah. So uh, someone look, out yeah. there by, by, likes by the them end, the very by the end of... watching them. Yeah, but by the end of sort of the the Michael Bay um, quintet, I think he said, um, like the last night sort of was a a bit of an exercise in, well, actually, we probably shouldn't have spent so much money on this film because, you know, less people people are coming to see it. And yeah, the appetite for for a reboot is definitely there. Um, The potential potential for a, a separate Transformers universe, I think, is also, you can hang off the, you can hang off the way that Marvel has introduced the concept of multiverses and, and the like to cinema going audiences. And I think people have room, people have room in their brains and in their hearts for multiple versions of their franchises. Now, um, you know, the, if this, if this is actually, if this is actually a separate universe to the rest of the Bayverse stuff, then so be it. And believe well, you know, it or Transformers not. has been doing the multiple universe thing since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a, yeah. So you know, Transformers being having a whole multiverse thing predates, I think, even the, like the DC multiverse, which is the first real one to get it off. Like, Transformers predates that in terms of splitting timelines and all of that stuff. And believe it or not, there are people that love every single Transformers movie, even the so called Last Night. Was it one that you said? I don't remember that. Yeah, I, 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 um, it's, it slips it it my mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there are people that love every single one of them and don't they don't give a shit. They just want to go most of these people want to go turn their mind off and look at some awesome robots transforming. And the best thing is, I think I was listening to Triple Takeover and they and um I think it was uh, let's say it was 60. He said um no matter how bad the movie is, there's still enjoyable moments. You you go watch any of these characters transform and it is something that you will not see in any other movie and it's just amazing every single time no matter who it is and you know from the first from that first movie in 2007 that opening scene where blackout transforms turned thousands upon thousands of people into transformers fans 
just from that one scene. And Michael Bay, we we have to thank Michael Bay for that because he has brought so many people from any age. I know I have a friend in Sweden who knew nothing about Transformers, went and saw the first movie, saw Blackout Transform, and he's just like, okay, I'm in. And now he's a dedicated collector, $1,000 collection, all that type of stuff. Um, So these movies have been amazing for making Transformers such a, a cult classic and uh, and and a, f- a phenomenon, and it's just uh, you've got to we've got to thank Michael Bay at some point because he has really he's saved the he saved the uh, franchise from when you know before two thousand seven it wasn't going anywhere and after his movie everyone knows who Transformers is and everyone wants more yeah, Transformers absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I think I think I think the the impact of the movies is um, is often underplayed by, by mm. fans who would prefer to complain oh, about yeah. them. I do want to draw attention to the comment from David. I might have room on my in my in my brain and my heart for the multiverse, but my collection shelves do not. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's 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 bring the let's bring the news discussion to a bit of a close. It is it is time for us to talk about new things that have arrived in our collections this week and uh this week or this month in fact because it has been a while between shows um mikey do you want to do you want to kick us off i'll kick us off um okay so, so I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna eat a kick off because we did talk talk about max's acquisition the, a long time at the start of the show yeah um, i, and, I and have he, spoken at length and he was mine as well and i haven't opened him yet so um i'll probably give him oh hello um i'll give more of a thought on him next year when we have our new show uh okay so for the most disappointing one so uh first we have i just got yesterday um dead end now dead end is my favorite Sundacon and pretty much probably everyone's favorite Sundacon from that one episode where um like they're just like Menasaur was just like, oh shit, there's a fight happening down there, and Dead End's like, who cares? Like, it's just we're we're up here. We don't have anything to do with it. And, and then I think Menace, uh, I think um, sorry, Mona Master's just like, oh, you know, if Starscream gets in command, that's probably a bad thing. He's just like, oh yeah, you're right. And then they you know combine and they have that massive battle, which is awesome. Um, this guy is cool in concept, but he just doesn't work. Um, the main problem is the legs. Um, so if you look at this, that's the best I can do in vehicle mode. That's pretty Ooh. disappointing. This should be oh, firmly yeah. together like that and it will not go. So, um, anyway, oh, sorry. See that? See that massive gap in the back there? Mm. That's not, not good enough for a $40 figure. That's, let's be honest. Um, and then when you have him in robot mode, the transformation for the upper body, amazing, perfect, good on you. The lower body, shit, um, and garbage. And the, the it's it sucks because I <laughs> so love it's a vehicle of mode. two halves. Literally, because I can't really do it. No, can I? Uh, no, I can't. It does split in half because it is the arm. Um, but that's you're paying forty dollars, and that's what you get. Yeah, that's a good um, week. It's crap. Um, so it's it's a cool toy in concept, but the execution, crap. So that's very disappointing. I hope Breakdown is better. Um, to something that I adore and I got on the sale, Scourge. Oh, oh very nice. nice. Um, I highly recommend everyone pick this up because he's going to be popular um, 
because he's the main antagonist of the movie. Um, although this is a will be a much different character, it's still Scourge. Um, the trailer, I thought the trailer was crap when I looked at it in uh, reviews and stuff. The trailer's amazing and it's so much fun and it's it's cool. It's it's worth the leader price. Scourge himself, the laser prime mold, is amazing. Um, and I got him for 60 bucks, so you can't complain. There's literally no room for complaint there. Um, truck mode looks amazing. Rubber mode looks great. This guy is not staying as Scourge. Um, I'm getting one of my customizing mates to turn him into a character that I do not think we're going to get a uh, version of, unfortunately, even though it's the easiest, like, other than Laser Prime and Scourge, and I guess Ultra Magnus, because this guy was also Ultra Magnus, um, the easiest free paint could would be Toxitron, because the original Toxitron is a uh, lime green and yellow repaint of this guy. And Toxitron is a really cool, obscure character that I love, and he has pretty much zero toys. So I'm going to get um, one of my mates to, I'm going to commission him to um, customize this basically lime green and yellow, and I'll have a leader class Toxitron. So that's You'll have really a leader cool. class Pina Colada. I know Pina Coladas <laughs> are generally pink, actually, but yeah. No, I was thinking of Splice ice creams. <laughs> Jason, I don't know what you're talking Good old about. Green, green but anyway, I don't know. You know what? It's very late. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, and then one of the figures of the year, in my opinion, uh, before I have the last two figures that I haven't opened, is how this many guy. figures of the year have you got tonight? I know. Well, no. Well, none of these. <laughs> none of them so far. But this guy, uh, Beast Wars Inferno, he is bloody awesome. Um, transformations fun. Posability great. He's even got um, a opening and closing mouth, oh, wow. which, is, yeah. which is really cool. So he can praise Megatron as his queen, as he should. Um, him I want to pick up because I'm getting pretty cunts. Yeah, he's um, the transformation is actually really fun, intuitive. Some things happen that you don't expect, and it's great. He's got his giant butt. Um, propeller that actually spins so this this thing spins like it does in the show um the the ant mode is uh pincers actually articulate um are articulated um a lot going for this it's a great toy it's it's probably worth the 55 dollars in my opinion um i love it it's gonna it's gonna look great with uh in my predacon shelf and it's yeah very close to uh uh figure of the year for me and then just to round it up Today, uh, other than um, other than Victory Saber that I picked up off Jason, I also picked up Shadow Glass Slicer, an exosuit, because I love the comics and I've been reading the comics. Um, How good is that new run? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good one. Um, I haven't I haven't actually finished the first run of Shadow Glass. So yeah, and you you might have missed your opportunity to get. Uh, covers of the other ones oh no I've, uh, I've, got, I've got i've got the first run um all the covers that i want i just haven't read them oh but like for part two which is these guys yeah um so this is good so uh this was so this is uh two deluxes so um i think it was like 70 or 80 dollars um not bad uh actually pretty good considering the cost of a deluxe today um he's just wheeljack painted up a slicer 
Weird thing is now, I don't know, Max, if you can confirm or deny this. Um, in the comic, I haven't read up to this point. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, so I don't know. But um, he's an Autobot in the comic, and yet he's, he's packaged as a Decepticon. I can't... I'm trying to remember the exact details, but it's like, because of the... It's who Wheeljack is and isn't in Shattered Glass has, like, flicked in between entries, and it's been, like, a mixture of Wheeljack, be, like, being redecoed into Slicer versus being a redeco of, like, Armada Wheeljack because it was because ba- that was based on Sideswipe, but then mm. Armada, um, but then Sideswipe as Armada design was used in Shattered Glass, but no, the Wheeljack's Armada design was used in Shattered Glass, but that design was based on Sideswipe, so it's like, it's this re- weird revolving thing of the different designs of who, like, I can't remember how it goes because it is changed like literally half a dozen times who the hell Shattered Glass Slicer slash Wheeljack is. So currently, th- this design in the current run of comics is an Autobot mm-hmm. called Slicer. But he's positioned as Wheeljack. I. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> they're just. They're, they're just. In the current comics, they're not really addressing it. They're just saying. Yeah, this this is evil Autobot Slicer, and as Max says, you're just kind of going with, in this universe, Wheeljack is called Slicer because, shut up, that's why. Because well, there's a toy called Slicer on the shelf. So I guess because in the comics, so this is he's a Decepticon. an evil Autobot. Yeah, he's a Decepticon, heroic Decepticon. But so, d- so does does he have the red Decepticon faction symbol? Yes. Yeah, so Actually, uh, you know, so I guess he has, a, he has he a purple Decepticon symbol. No, it's red. I think it's red. Yeah, because his uh, exosuit is red. I'm the, I, I'm, so I'm the one who's actually got one out of the box. It's Exo, red. Ex, exosuit is exosuit is red. That is not. Really? Don't tell me you've got two different colors. No, I just think uh, no. So there's a, there's not a lot of okay. light in the box. And yeah, I, right. I I'm gonna. Think Mikey's. I don't think Mikey's I'm seeing clearly. Put my light on box. here. Okay, so it is, it is in uh, the comics. Yeah, it is purple. All right. So in the comics, this is Slicer, who is evil, Shattered Glass, Autobot Wheeljack. But the toy is branded under Shattered Glass, but is a toy of Action Master Decepticon Slicer. My brain is that is that what it's we're true. at? It's, it's, it's true. Yeah. Look, the, the <laughs> Hasbro, said, the, the Hasbro basically line, said you can use him as either. Yeah. The Shattered Glass line oh my has God. been pulling double duty this year. We're getting we're getting figures from other continuities pulled into the Shattered Glass line. One of the reasons we're getting this is because we know that retailers are not very fond of Gen Select. So the Gen Select line has really taken a back seat. And the Shattered Glass line has been a good opportunity to sort of do some repaints and, and re-releases of figures. Um, as I mentioned, I've got, I've got Slicer here. It's really nice. I actually don't have a wheel jack, but I do have uh, I do have an exhaust, and so um, it's a it's a it's a very welcome it's a very welcome revisit of of that mold for me. And then finally, flame war. That's it from me. The other and again, this this is another one. one that can be this is the another one can be repurposed into just a um. Into your generation selects uh, into your generations line as as a Decepticon Flame War, you can just say her her symbol's red because she's red, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, for me, she's going to be a Shattered Glass figure. Um, and I've always loved the character of Flame War. Um, am I right in thinking he's this this girl is a figure that was made for Botcon but designed by a fan? Yeah. Was he Australian? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, okay, I, I thought it was Australian. But yeah, he, this character was designed by a fan, and that's really cool. So, um, and it's just a really cool design. You know, it's just a it's a it's a chick with flames turns into a um to a motorbike has a pterodactyl that can be an axe or a crossbow, and um, I think this mold probably Craig, Craig points out the flame war was designed by Benson Yee. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's and what I was trying to work out. Yeah, and that's all from me. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, got a got a couple of acquisitions to go through. I also have Flame War and Slicer. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold up the uh, the exosuit. There, the exosuit is very red. I've got a poor choice of red background lighting, so you may you may lose the exosuit in the background lighting. I like it. It's a it's a cool it's a cool color. Uh, the exosuit. There's there's some debate among fans as to whether or not exosuits counts as a transformer, because exosuit does not have a oh no, oh, fair enough. I don't that think he does. Good. I was gonna say exosuit does not have a faction symbol on him, but he does. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's also not packaged as a transformer. He's packaged no. as a, a, a bag full of accessories. Accessories, yeah. So, yeah, is, is he pa- is he in the tissue paper? He's yeah. in the t- he's in the <laughs> tissue paper. In, in You've got multiple, a deluxe class in, in tissue paper. Yeah, he's That's he's amazing. in the tissue he's in the tissue paper in multiple pieces. I think in like six different pieces all wrapped up. Mm. So um, that's the, unhinged. That's fantastic. The, the box for Slicer and the box for Flame War are not quite Voyager size. They're they're sort of like deluxe plus. So. Uh, yeah, getting two deluxes into into the one box um, requires a little bit of little bit of uh, little bit of work from Hasbro. Flame War is easier because it's a deluxe plus a Battle Master, and also um, Battle it's, a, it's a small deluxe as well. Um, f- as far as my acquisitions go, I've got Slicer and I've got Flame War. I haven't opened. Also, haven't opened Flame War yet. Obviously, I've opened Slicer. Haven't opened Flame War yet. Gonna open Flame War probably over the week. And um, I think Mikey. I think last time, last last show we we had on. I think you you pulled out uh, Shatterglass Soundwave. Nope, uh, have, I've still got one coming from my source. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, someone someone pulled out a Shatterglass Soundwave recently. Must have might have been on one of the uh, one of the video calls. In the, it was on one of the uh, weekly yeah. TCCA chats. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've 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 gotten myself a Shatterglass Soundwave that I got from one of the. I think it was the Gamesman. So Shatterglass Soundwave, very expensive. It's a Voyager plus a couple of Battlemasters. For some reason, it's $120 plus. Um, but you can you can get it at a little bit like 20, 25% off, which does bring its price down to, uh, I think in the in this case, it was a more palatable $85 or $87, uh, which is kind of fair for a Voyager plus a couple of Battlemasters. Like, you know, that... It, it, yeah, let's ignore the fact that the exact same configuration was fifty dollars at Kmart last year. Um, so yeah, mm. happy with happy with a Shatterglass Soundwave on my desk, and um, I have also picked up oh, this big this this dude the uh, 
the Autobot Constructicon repaint of Tonkinator, which is the Transformers Tonka collaborative. Um, I haven't opened it yet. I'm not sure I'm going to open it. I know, I know several people who've acquired this set and are displaying it in box because it just looks really cool. It is good. It, From it what I saw today of yours, it's uh, it's pretty gorgeous. It's really nice. It is not. It is not a cheap. Uh, thing being a, a, a reissue of a G1. The, the reissue G1 characters have all been quite expensive recently. Um, there was a Devastator gift set reissued a few years ago that was quite expensive. This is also quite expensive. It looked like it was well over $200 for me. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well over $200. Um, but uh, it's also not coming to Australia, which is like Slicer and Flame War. Oh, so if you, if you get a chance hell, to pick up bang. Slicer and Flame War, do pick them up. They're they're really nice figures. If you get a chance to pick up Tonkinator and you want him, like take take the chance because he's, he's he ain't coming here either. I will say, could Hasbro please start including us in some of these things? You know, it's just um... like Has, Hasbro's Hasbro's done a pretty good uh, pretty good job with us, but they can't get everything. And mm. it sounds it sounds like I'm sounds like I'm being a bit of an apologist. And like in a way, I, in a way, I am, but. Um, I, I think I think it's disappointing given the given the veracity with which we consume Transformers in uh, in Australian retail. I do think it's disappointing that some figures they can't seem to find find their way here. Well, the uh, Tonkinator, fair enough, because it's you know it's a weird exclusive collab thing. But the fact that we have three of the five Shadow Glass uh, sets coming to JB Hi-Fi, EB Games, whatever, etc. Um, and yet the last two, you're lucky to find yeah. if not. That's that's I, pretty I, disappointing. I, I see your point, but I also think that their price point is unusual and that might be why they're not coming here because because they're combo packs instead of a straight-up Deluxe or a Voyager. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I also think it's not like we've reacted nicely to the price of Shatterglass Soundwave, so, yeah. <laughs> yes, the unwarranted price, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yep, yep, there we go. That's uh, that. That's my acquisitions for the. It's uh, my acquisitions for the for the, the the last episode of the year as well. So, um, I think we I think we're about done. Does Does anyone have stuff that they want to add? Is there anything that you're looking forward to over the holiday break? Christmas ham, a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't get a holiday break. I'm working all through. So, fun times. So you will still be looking forward to that break when we come back in the new year. Yeah, that, that that will be my break when we come back. So fair enough. Too. <laughs> All right. Look, I I think at that point we've we've run over a couple of hours. We've given people a nice lot of stuff to listen to over the over the Christmas break. So uh, thank you everyone for sticking with us. A bunch of people have stuck with us over on the live stream. Thank you for sticking with us, listening out over the uh, the podcast as well. Just a reminder: you can watch us and see what we're talking about on our. YouTube channel and to find out more about these stories you'll find links to them all and more in the show notes you can contact each of us we're all in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook uh, the official site for the podcast is transformersweekly.podbean.com and we do have a Facebook page for the podcast it's called Australian Transformers Weekly funnily enough if you're not already subscribed you can find the podcast on your podcatcher of choice uh, the RSS feed link is on the website and in the show notes uh, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, or a registered club in Victoria, run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy, and money to make 
collecting in Australia better for everyone. TCCA wants to build and support the Australian Transformers collecting community by engaging fans around the country. We make content like this podcast. We attend live in-person events like Oz Comic Con. We run Australia's largest Transformers discussion and sales communities. That's our Facebook groups. You can find out more information about the club, benefits of membership, and how to show your support for what we do at TransformersCCA.com. That is it from us. We will be back with more Transformers news soon. It will be into the new year. It's not going to be not going to be straight after the new year because I'm not coming back from not coming back from the the UK for a while. And let's be honest, February and January and February is going to be a bit turbulent. But we will do podcasts where we can, and then we will regroup once uh, once the the turbulence of the new year is over. So thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for watching along with us. Thanks thanks for being with us throughout the year. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever whatever you observe, and uh, I hope you do have a hope you do have a lovely time and uh, and get to hang out with your your family and enjoy enjoy uh, their company and family and friends over the the holiday period. Agreed. The same. And that is it. Farewell, and uh, we'll see you next year. Thanks, guys. Yeah, easy. Happy New Year. Yeah.